Ladies and gentlemen, we are live for the Shona Ronan episode 41. And we got a couple announcements, a couple of series that we're discussing and breaking down. I'm going to give it to you right now while we show our beautiful one panel here and one person behind, which we will explain what's going on. So let's see, let's discuss and let's show our beautiful faces right now. How are we all doing? It's a lovely Sunday afternoon. We're here doing the Shona Ronan episode 41. We have myself, Lenjin D. Vash, and right here, for the first part of the show, Abe, the Prince of Love, the Mad Hatter, the man that wears all hats and never sleeps because he just, I don't know, he just, <laughs> at times I wonder if he cares about himself, but you know what? We're young and stupid, right, Abe? How are we doing? I've been getting sleep the last couple of days. Don't do me like this, yo. I've been sleeping. I've been sleeping. Probably that's a rare um thing happening this month, but then who knows what happens oh, in the next couple goodness, weeks. Oh, my goodness. Not a rare thing. That's wild. Not a rare thing. <laughs> But we're here for Shonen Ronin episode 41. And for those that don't know and we and haven't seen the announcements on Twitter and the past couple of shows, is that we're here going to have a full type of breakdown and full correct series that we'll be discussing from here on out. We're doing One Piece. We have Ayashiman, Undead Unluck, um, Kaiju number eight, and JJK and My Hair Academia and favorite chapter of the week of the jump of the issue. And this will be the official breakdown Four from here on forward. Just for today, will be Kaiju number eight after Undead. But from here on forward, will be One Piece, Kaiju number eight, Ayashimon, Undead, JJK, and My Hair Academia last. So please, time codes will always be in the bottom if you missed the show, if you check down below for the audio side. As always, appreciate Abe, who is our audio editor. And for those that see YouTube side, right there is the time codes on the screen or the description down below. And who will be joining the show is Ray Apollo after he comes back from checking houses and cribs. And we have Spicy on the behind the scenes right now until we pass um, Undunluck, sorry, One Piece, Undunluck, and Yashima because she's not currently cut up, but she will be on the show for Kaiju number eight and GGK, my hero. So let's get straight to it with the announcements intro out of the way to first thing first, One Piece, the GOAT, chapter 1040. Nine, Abe, kick us off first. Of what did you think of the chapter of One Piece? Ten four. First of all, first of all, I love the uh, like the cover page every of every One Piece chapter oh, because yeah. it tells its own story. So right now it's like, oh, Jerba, two of uh, Sanji's brothers are <laughs> were have been trapped on Whole Cake Island, and now this one, a fire, mysterious fire, has freed them. And I'm like, oh shit, Jerba, the Jerma boys are free. Sanji's brother's about to get their revenges. I love the little story that it tells uh, every chapter. Um, but based on this, you know, we're, we're finally at, you know, you will get spoilers here. It seems that the Kaido-Luffy battle is finally concluded. Um, I say finally because uh, I'm not saying it dragged, but I've, I've been waiting for the conclusion. I've been waiting for of the course. conclusion. So um, it's good to get this conclusion, you know, Luffy and and what I did like about this chapter was us getting insight into Kaido's background, you know, Kaido and his basically upbringing, because now we know this man is 59. We know Kaido is 59 years old. We saw what he looked like at 10 years old, where apparently he was always a beast, a monster. We saw him at 15, always a beast or monster and getting recruited by Whitebeard to join uh, the Rocks Pirates, which you know, for One Piece fans, the Rock Pirates are like low key the boogeyman, right? They they had heavy they had heavy hitters. They had 
That's an interesting way to say it. Okay. Like, yo, they had they have motherfucking killers on that on that squad. And for them to be to be bested by Garp and Goldie. And and Goldie Roger that caused the breakup of these Titans. Like, we've always wanted, like, yo, we're gonna get a movie. Like that shit was what that's what I was hoping for a side story of a movie. Cause like mm-hmm. literally you could hold the movie with Goldie Roger. You don't need Luffy. Like you no. can literally hold the movie of Goldie People, Roger and yeah. um, and fucking uh Luffy's grandpa. Like Absolutely. literally these two against the Rock Spires, like the Rock Spires are like the own is they're like the NBA All-Stars, it's like the best of the best, where those are the champions of what it is. Like it's a Mount Rushmore of all the One Piece characters. And to see that fight against the Goldie Roger and our boy Garb, it just shows the excitement of what you could see that. in the we movie. That's perfect. That's a perfect two-hour movie you could see. I don't know if we need to make it two hours. You know, it is an anime movie at the end of the day. I don't know if it needs to be that long. If I'm correct, P was like an hour and 45. Well, I don't watch too many anime movies in general. Yeah, I, um, I would watch that movie. I'm definitely going to watch Film Red. I'm definitely going to watch Film Red. But it was so dope to see this inside and see just Kaido's belief in ideology was based off of war. He is a soldier through and through. He is a man of, of, of the battlefield. And that's all he's known, really. That's all he's known. And that's how he shaped his worldview. You know, again, we see that the celestial dragons are truly the big bad. Like, all right, them motherfuckers got to go. This is what motivates him. And what does he want to do? He wants to bring them down from the high heavens. Like, nah, come on this field right here with me. Step toe to toe with me. Let's see. Let's see who really got that power. I fuck with it. I fuck with it. That's that's where his upbringing is. That's where his ideologies come from. And it's cool. But then the Joy Boy uh, references with King, you know, how King has been waiting. We, we learned several chapters ago about king's special uh lineage uh lunarian i believe that that was a term the term yeah and then yeah and then knowing that you know as the fight is going on as we're seeing panels of the people uh letting up the the balloons i'll say the um i don't know the appropriate term i do apologize and it's written messages of like oh david the scary dragon free us we want to be free it's like yo uh, keep in mind again just a reminder for people who have forgotten or who just let it go to the back of their heads these people are laughing and smiling but it's, it's not out of joy it's, it's out of pain and suffering they are they are forced to laugh and smile given the defective smile fruits and just these panels of the people on the ground who are in danger who acknowledge the danger they're in despite no not knowing that there's an actual physical threat currently heading their way above their heads you see mononosuke you know trying to garner up the courage to 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 produce flame clouds to keep it up you got luffy and kaido fighting each other you got kaido having his flashback and saying and i love how it ended the the person will know who joy boy is when it's, it's going to be the person that defeats me and it's like so i guess we'll never see him because Kaido is undefeatable, but that has been that has not been the case today. And battle number five thousand four hundred and fifty-eight of Luffy versus Kaido. It seems like Luffy has finally bested him. So I, I think it's like round. I think it's like round twelve for them. Like, which is like they're like going at it. 
boy has been going around to round like this is like this is literally like a boxing match like round they 20 said, ring I'm like, they okay. said fuck the trilogy yo we going for a whole series right here <laughs> we gonna keep going yo, so but no good. lie in the beginning of the chapter when the navy said that i i am enlisting you is to join the navy i would have been very intrigued if he actually joined the navy and he left just like we um Again, you have you probably have not seen the movie, but I think it was not Stampede. I think it was Gold or I think the movie uh, World War Z. I think one of those, uh, one of the bad guys, I forgot his name, but he was also a strong person from the Navy and he, and he left the Army for that because he didn't like it, because he wanted to be a pirate instead. I felt like it was probably a very similar story with Kaido. Facts, yeah, Kaido was unwillingly. It's not like he wanted to. But he was used as a political pawn and joined the Navy. He, he did join the yacht. He and did he join, like, for five seconds. To eat food. For to five? eat food. <laughs> like, They're like, this I... is not a cafeteria. This is a fucking battleship. And he's like, but I'm hungry. But Inspiring. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. And one thing that I would have preferred, our boy Luffy said, uh, when he said, like, what kind of world, what kind of world, can you create straw hat? What I would have preferred he said instead of eat all the food, because um I would have preferred that he said a world where my friends eat as much food. I would have preferred where my friends could be free in this world. I would have preferred that he continues to use the free aspect because you know how he wants to be king of pirates. And when he yeah. has said that he's king of pirates, like you could be the most freest person in the world. I would... But the theme of, you know, the... Eating is if it's if it's Luffy. Luffy loves it does feel Luffy. That's the why people can't even eat safe food. Like they gotta eat scraps and whatnot, and they're not even getting the basic necessities really. So, so I feel you. I feel what you're saying. You know, this is opportunity for Luffy to like to to once again declare his goal of for becoming exactly. Christ. But he, I, I I appreciate Oda for you know still keeping it focused on Wano, still keeping it focused on Wano. The freedom part will come later because. Now, how would you feel if he drops that line now that the next arc, you know, that may present an opportunity to drop down? It's like, ah, I don't, it, it, it loses its meaning. If you're constantly, yeah. yeah, I'm for freedom. It's like, all right, all right, nigga. All right, let's, let's, let's keep it moving. All right, you know, like, let's keep it pushing. Um, so I get what you're saying for sure, but I'm, I'm content. I'm content with, with the um, translation. Same, like, it's not horrible, but I understand why they use it for this. I'm glad that we got a snippet um, for Kaido's backstory. But question, would you prefer more if we had more information of Kaido's backstory? Because remember when we had for Big Mom Kaido's backstory, we had like a, like a probably three, five chapters and probably in the anime, I think it was two or three episodes with it. Do you, were you wanting more? Because I feel like we could have gotten a bit more of the backstory or do you think we will get more throughout the next couple of chapters? Um... Because I kind of was craving a bit more of his backstory. Like maybe, you know, some of his yeah. move or, you know, probably some of his commanders, how he got them or, you know, how he left the Rock's Fire Sister like that. Because it felt like a bit fast paced showing that you, little four or five pages. You do that and you kind of, you, you, it's, it's, it just comes off as a stall tactic to keep dragging out this Wano arc some more. Yeah. Like we need to wrap up. Uh, Oda definitely wants to wrap up, but I feel like you gave me enough about Kaido. I mean, you gave us more about Kaido than we already like had concretely known we just you know based off rumor speculation based off of word of mouth so seeing some got to see few panels of him at 10 few panels of him at 15 and then the time again we revisited of, of 20 years ago 
you know, yeah. so that would put him at 39. So 10, 15, and 39, we've gotten to see him. And it's like each each instance, each glimpse into his past has helped us understand who who he is. Like if, if that's the only information I'm gonna get about Kaido for the foreseeable future, that's enough information to make me like, all right, this is who Kaido is, this is what he's about. I understand that I don't really have questions. Like, yes, as a fan, it'd be nice to get some more of that rocks moment, right? But it's it's not productive to it's not conducive to what we're currently discussing. You know, maybe in the future we'll visit the Rocks Pirates, like when we get to Shanks and Shanks talk about the backstory or whatnot, or maybe when we see Garp again. Because ideally, when you talk about Rocks and whatnot, you're like you mentioned before, you can do a movie without Luffy. That no longer has anything to do with Luffy, like directly. It very is very loose indirect uh, indirect connection. So you are steering the story away. You know, so we don't want too much of that. Do that in a movie. Do that as like part of you know that break in between arcs for a couple for a couple chapters. Do that then, but un- we need to wrap up Wano and and the ramifications of Wano. Because keep in mind, you saw that Cyberpole agent. He he dipped out too. That motherfucker that is, on his way up. He, he that out. is true. I did notice that. I think it was in like a page like twelve or something like that. And I noticed that like he just dipped. Like there was like there was nothing in that panel other than him dipping. So I'm like. Is he going back to government? Is he going to relay the message? Or is he going to get our boy Lucci? What's going on? Because boy just dips. So I'm like, he's, there is something extra going on there. But that's what Oda and his mankakas do. They add a panel, but they don't waste that panel for you. They had that because they're going to come back to that two, three, five chapters later of why our boy CP0 mm-hmm. just did. Yeah, so it's exciting. There's one piece. I mean, we have two weeks until uh, the next chapter, 14 days, which is like, ah, uh, but or to do what you got to do, right? Um, it's just so exciting. You, you can gush about it. And I know you've had a past guest like Anarchy and whatnot. Um, shout out to all the One Piece content creators, you know, who who really spend a lot of time uh, going over the material, studying the, the chapters and, and providing such WW. Uh, here's me talking like I'm on, on Twitch. That shit, I'm going to be at a wedding and be like, yo, W. I'm like, nigga, what? Be like, yo, this like, is W, Let's go! It's a W right here. They're like, what are you? Anyway, W content y'all be making. So appreciate y'all for putting in the time and effort. Um, it's just how can you not love One Piece? I mean, aside from not wanting to start it, because it's it's so much. I you know what I'll let y'all have it. But for those who 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 read, who watch, how can you not enjoy it? It's not perfect, but how can you not enjoy it? It's so funny. Exactly. Like I don't know why, but this line from Kaido made me smile eh? like the last page literally said king i think i know who joe boy is who is he he is the man who shows up to beat me in the future in that case i suppose we will never see him i don't know why but but with having kaido having like a having like a prediction just to know when and who will be him and then just knowing that luffy and like being the joe boy just knowing that text from Kaido, I don't know, maybe you smile, but like, yo, Kaido is not a bad character. He literally has more depth into him. And he's not just a person who is the strongest beast out there, you know, strongest man out there. But he also is that reason because he is a battle person. But So he, you know, he has some good lines. So just reading these texts from him and getting this backstory, it just made me start to, not saying like him more, but made me start to enjoy his character a lot more when he's on screen. So like, yo, I fuck with his vibe. 
Absolutely. It's as simple as that. Fuck with his vibe. Like this this dude is Kaido is that dude. <laughs> Kaido is that dude. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But I think that's a good wrap for the conversation about One Piece chapter 1049. Um, I would like to discuss Ayashimon, the next hey. the next series, because this one was a bit flame, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, hey, you was you was talking behind the scenes that Ayashimon was fly out. Uh, was fired his past three chapters. How about you it give me your thoughts about this? Yeah, so it's I I like the story of Ayashimon. First of all, anything to do with um shoot, I uh, had the yokai. Yokai, yokai yep. To yokai. It's, it's just always yeah, it's always interesting to me. Like one of my favorite yokai shonen was Nora, Rise of the Yokai Clan. And that's something I actually came into came into knowledge of recently in the like last past two three years and the anime came out like 2010 so it's it's, a, it's not a young project it's not recently new but i enjoyed that story so when i saw ayashimo when it first dropped i'm like look at the description you mentioned yokai i'm in i'm in that bitch for real for real so i've been reading it um diligently and the last chapter we're getting this fight between maru and uh the representative of the Cory hotels right and they they initiated a ritual duel we know how ritual duels is, is mano in mano, winner, winner takes all, you know? And so he's so confident, oh boy, with the with the glasses on, you know, you got them characters that are drawn that way, just suave, suit on, tie, tie looking good, glasses on looking real sharp, real clean, right? You know, you see them, you know, they got money. You know, that's, that's, who, that's who everybody's, that's what every parent wants their daughter to marry or who they want their son to be just put together suave, you feel me? And yeah. so he's like, oh yeah, but I'm not going to be your opponent. Because uh, in, that, in that last chapter, you're like, I'm not going to be your opponent. It's going to be, <laughs> we see the image of the Dopo Akari, I believe, Dopo Akari, I believe that's his name, the new head of the Enma Syndicate. The, yeah, the chairman. Yeah, the, the antagonist right now and the as we could say, Maru's uh, nemesis, his rival, maybe his nemesis, yeah, we'll yeah. say his nemesis. And so I'm just like, oh shit. Cause when I read that last chapter, I was like, oh, so Corey Hotel's been in bed with old boy. Nah, yeah. we find out he's the type of yokai that can shape shift, but it's not just look like the other person. It's a full on cloning that comes with a caveat. You stay in it too long. You become you get stuck person. there. Yeah, yeah right? you, be, you become a true clone of the person. And it's hence why, because when they first did it, it's like, oh, this is a taboo art. I'm like, nigga, why is this taboo? This OP shit. Like, hold mm -hmm. on. I'm expecting, like, all right, there's gonna be a time limit, which there was, but then it's like, no, you stay in this too long. My nigga, self-identity is gone. You become that person. And that Damn, motherfucker but the design. That design in the last panel, I was like, "Oh, you, you put the mask on, yeah." He's yeah. like, "Oh, you, you not afraid?" Because Maru's like, "Oh, what? I need practice. I need this moment. Let me put my training to good use." And he's busy. He's like, "Hey, like the like the old guy told him, the old yokai told him, you gotta defeat the concept, right? It's the concept because that's what these yokai are. They're all just concepts. They're manifestations of feelings of beliefs." not like physical actual entities they gain physical uh they gain their physical uh selves 
because the beliefs are strong. Again, some very, very typical of yokai stories, because that's the same kind of concept that Nora Rise of the Yokai clan had. I implore any, any shonen readers, definitely peep that is on the shonen app, all of it. It's a really enjoyable story. I really liked it. The anime doesn't complete the series. The anime was cool. Um, and but, one more shout out of a good yokai series. Um, it's called Inspector. It's a webtoon oh, series. Oh, yes, by Crunchyroll, yes, yes. which is the only good actual webtoon shit. adaptation they did, which Again, is very sad to say. Yokai, but Inspector is a good one. Manifestations. Yes. Bash is right. Yokai Manifestations, their concept. And so seeing that, and we're like, cool, cool, cool. Maru gets to get his practice in. He's showing out. He's and so fire. Like, that threw me off. I was laughing. I'm like, boy, he was giving the hand to fire. It's like, cha, cha, cha. I'm like, I never, I never thought, like, question. Have you ever been in the bathroom? While you shower, you fought the water? Like, ooh, I'm going to punch the water. See if it stops. Look, I'm not about to share what I do in the shower, but I will say I like to have fun in the shower with me <laughs> and action sequences. You know, I'll be Babe. thinking... There's something about, you know, Avatar comes to mind, you know, we we start bending shit. I'm just saying, you know, we, we do this. And I might think I'm in fucking Aquaman. I'm like, all right, how long can I hold my breath under the water? Let me, you know, about to start summoning sharks in my head. I'm like, oh, at, the, little bend this, little shoo, shoo. at this point, if you come and you see rubber duckies and, and toy sharks, mind the business, mind your business, mind your business, please, mind your business. Um, but yeah, no, just going back to Ashimon. This this chapter was learning more about these different yokai, seeing Maru face obstacle after obstacle in his quest to just agree be the strongest person he can be. You know, he wants to live his life like a manga character. How how asinine but interesting has it been? Like, all right, come on, my my G. <laughs> but it's so it's so inspiring because you yourself, yeah. as us kids, we we read Goku. We we have said the phrase over in that. Over nine thousand. We wear the shirts that go to the gym and the, and that has our boy Vegeta on it. That has our boy Goku. Like we get excited just to see those scenes. So just to have those characters, it gets me very excited to see that you are inspired by your own type of world of manga, and you want to be like them because it inspires you as you want to be the MC. You want to become no type of you know no type of side character. So to see Maru, see what he's doing, and see that he wants to fight and he wants to support he wants to give them hands because he because he's been training at such a young age but also to note that i love seeing that he knows that he's just human but he also has to train if he wants to fight in this world of yokai so that's very such a human trait like all right cool i'm not part of this world but if i want to be in this world i need to become stronger and become a better and, and become a better person if if i want to protect my master so it shows that nice trait of his character but this last um, three pages of page 16, 17, and 18 remind me a lot of the series of Phantom Seer. Sadly, that series got axed sh short-lived too soon. But that series, Ayashima reminds me a bit of it, of the dark art, the type of um, curse, yokai stuff. But the last page reminds me a lot of Phantom Seer because it had that dark characters and the dark type of art style. So it's like, oh shit, maybe, maybe this person had a bit interest or like from Phantom Seer and just continue the story. Like it looks very good. So it reminds me a bit of Phantom Seer with the last page of the last page of 19 and 20, because it looks so good there. I'm like, yo, 
he's about to fuck him up next chapter tomorrow. I hope you survive. I hope you get them hands or somebody protects you because you look like you're about to get more burn on. Yeah, because uh, let me get his name. I want to give him his addresses. Tamagawa. Tamagawa. Yeah. Um, I mean, when he's at his limit and his even his secretary, who's they, they're like information gathered, every recon woman, they're like, yo, they, they are aware that, all right, you're at your limit. I need to end this quickly. But then he has his flash. He has his like in a monologue where he says, I want to keep the Cory hotels free. I want a place where yokai, like all of them, have a place of acceptance where they can thrive without the rules and regulation that that keeps them down and whatnot, where they can walk and live amongst humans. Because go back to that previous chapter. How dope was it for them to be fighting each other amongst humans and being on the lower? Like you, dog, I wish I was here last week so I could have talked about it. But dog, how dope was it? Like, oh, you got a member of the, uh, of the, um, Shoot, what the what, what was the name of of uh, Maru's group? I forgot. You oh, have I forgot them, the name. Yeah, you have them g- going across the human's head to drop kick the 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 attendant behind the counter and be like, "Hey, so you would like to check out, right?" Like, okay, you so you keep your business running too. How how dope was it for people to fight behind the luggage trolley? And is the another person who right? Fight is like, I you know. I got you. I can't join the fight right you now, but jump. make sure they don't like dog. They must have jumped at least six or seven feet. Like that person had like an average height in Japan is five five to five six. So imagine you what? kicking over that person's head to kick somebody else. You drunk, you jump into six feet to kick. That's not an easy task. That's hard to do, even for anybody was, as a fighter. So it's like it was so dope to me. So it's just like, yo, the mutual respect. The mutual respect was really dope because they didn't have to do that. We could have just gotten like eyes are all out brawl, human casualties. You know, we've seen that with like JJK, human casualties, they happen. But this one, they're like, no, no, no. We humans stay out of it. This is this is yokai business. Plus Morrow. And you're just like, oh shit, I fuck with it. So again, Tamagawa's his his whole belief, he's doing this to protect the Corey Hotel. So he's willing to risk it oh, yeah. all to to become one of the enemies that to that piece, to that threat. He's willing to risk it in order to protect them here and now. Is it stupid? It could be. But also, you just got to gotta respect his result. You got to respect his dedication. And it makes you understand that, like, this guy isn't doing it because he wants to be in power or whatnot. Because what does he say? He answers to, he doesn't answer to the Enma Syndicate. He answers to the one, oh, I forgot. It's like Kiyochi Bushi or something drawn like that. I'm sorry for butchering it. My Japanese is, is piss poor. But the the yokai that actually is the fucking building, like from his balls, <laughs> keep that from his balls. He's from this actual building, and it's like, yo, bro, this is crazy to me. This is absolutely absurd. Like, this is so dope. I respect it. Of whatever happens, happens. I respect it. Ayashimon has been one of my you know favorites along Sakamoto days, honestly. And uh, Six Piece has been one of my new really favorites. Six Piece. So I've I've enjoyed the shit out of six piece. So, so would you recommend that because I've been hearing good things and I've been hearing the mm. art is fantastic. So yeah, the art the art is unique. It's crazy. The art is very erratic. It's very energy energized and like okay. it's fun, cute moments of like the MC his his head becomes a star. <laughs> you know when he has those innocent cute moments. It's it's, it's, it's wholesome. It's very wholesome. I enjoy I enjoy six piece a lot because okay. it's not your actually currently. It's like, 
It's 32 chapters. Okay. Yeah, it's been good. It's been Done good. an easy bench a day or two. Okay. Yeah. I'll it's do it. It's a quick read. It's a quick read. And it's, it's music. It's based off a sibling and, and a, a kid and his siblings and the whole world of piano and how people use music to tell stories, to paint imagery. It's really, really, really just wholesome. And it's a nice, for sure, also it's an enjoyable palate <laughs> cleanser to all the action shonen that I read and whatnot. And also to the like non-shonen stuff I read. It's a very nice palate cleanser. Copy, heard you. I'll check that out then. Um, do you have any last thoughts for about Ayashiman before we um, before you leave? Because I do want to see if we could, could have a quick discussion about Undead Unluck. Because that's this chapter of Undead Luck. Wait, you didn't get the chance to read it, right, Abe? No, I didn't get to read uh, Undead Unluck. So um, ah. I am. that is the series I am still behind on. Oh, um, I tried um, to get up there when I started old. I was like, oh shit, let me, you know, but uh um, just saying if you, you are off. if you are a couple chapters behind and you know what happened with ripping earth, they almost say yeah. good chapter. This one really got me hyped because yeah. this is something I've already been saying. I I think Kendall could say I've been saying something about undone like that. We haven't seen said character in a while, and we finally got him after almost 40 or 55 chapters that we have not seen him. And I'm yes, like, oh shit, true. finally. And the stuff they discuss, the stuff to talk yeah. about is like just I'm pure. two chapters behind 109 okay. and 110. Yeah. All right. So three those. 109 and 110. 110 really knock out the park for me. I but yeah, definitely go ahead and you know talk your shit. I'm a I'm a I'm gonna hide my face. Talk your shit. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll keep it straight up and simple for undone luck for chapter 110. Let me just write the time code for that. Um Undone Luck chapter, we see our boy Vic. It's been too long. I'm going to just put over here. It's our boy Vic. And the one thing my fairy, he asked him, what is your, what is your justice? Like, sorry, his correct words, is your vision of justice great enough for the task? Because he sees um, Rip fighting for his life and to go for what he can to save one lone woman just for that person. Hey, Kendall! Kendall from the Virgin Islands. What's up, my boy? What's up, family? How you How doing, are you doing my... Bash? Good here. Um, Talk about luck. Yeah, so I saw you, uh, you was a little solo one day and then I locked, so I just jump in real quick. But yeah, I, I just I just jumping in real quick, random call I wanted to say. Um, I told you Victor was coming soon. Yo, Victor, he finally came up in the way his dialogue to freaking Andy, like, yo, what's your point of vision? What's your vision of justice? And him asking, like, yo, do you love her? Would you do anything for her? And that's one person's fuku. And the way he said, I'll lend you my power, which really makes me question, like, is Victor and Andy truly people? Because why did he say, I'll lend you my power? Because isn't, don't, don't Andy have the same power as Victor? Or maybe Andy just hasn't unlocked or know how to use the full power to potential. So that's what made me question about this a bit more. Yeah, I think that they're not exactly too separate, but they are too separate. And I think there's like a wall there. I think kind of like maybe like Moonlight, but not to that extreme. That's what I thought about too. You know, there's this, this portion that's blocked off. And I think that that might be what is going on there. Um, even more so like Naruto, like the QB, like the QB is there, but it's like, you know, you don't get full access until the QB is like, I agree to give you access to it. Yeah, like it's, it's pretty interesting to know what could um 
or what could be at stake to know where I love how Andy, you know, thinks about he's like, damn, I mean, I am, I'm in a difficult, I'm in a difficult conundrum where he knows that if I let them go, we lose the world. And then after Ragnarok just happens all over again, because all they want to do is just save one person. They don't give a fuck about the actual world, the planet, and the people. But our boy Andy actually thinks about it. He's like, wait, if I take Fuku with me and start the loop again, I could actually save Rip and them, and I could actually save the world. Like, he knows that he's more determined, and he thinks about what is the possibilities. And that's why I'm happy about Victor can, because Victor has been through with the cycle with Juiz. He said his own example that their vision of justice, what they do, what have they have caused. So I just love that scene very much for that reason. Like it just worked out very well and very perfectly for that for them. Yeah, and I think I think Victor has has gone through a lot of weight of decisions. I think Victor has seen more cycles than Andy has, and I think for Victor, it's like I've had to make these decisions already, and I think that's kind of where that's kind of where Victor stands. I think he sees with some level of empathy, and I think I think that's why he's like, you know, what's your justice like? I've seen what you've been trying to do. I see what he's doing. And I've been in this position many times before. So, like, what are you actually trying to do here? Yeah, and... Much like for, I said, you know, you, you see these themes of, like, love and different relationship dynamics in the series. So, it was it was bound to come, come to a wall at some point, especially with Rip being at the four point right now. So I agree, yeah. because, because the same that... Uh, well, Victor asked him, are you prepared to carry the fate of those two? No. The fate of the entire world on your shoulders, and uh, and I love what Andy said. And the art in this panel was beautiful. He said, "Yes, I'll carry it, and I'll save everyone." And I love the next line. I don't know why, but I love the next line. To accomplish that goal, I'll become a god of death if I have to. And Victor just his eyes. He's like he probably knows that's coming. Probably knows that it's a possibility. And him just saying, "In that case, I'll lend you my power." And just to know the next panel. That double spread, the last panel of that double spread, it's just amazing. It's just that he literally broke his arm, slashed, and just the fight, he looked like he was already done. And the way he just shot him, that panel of just pure cannon type of energy, it reminded me of, 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 uh, boy, Piccolo, um, uh, of the Unibeam. I forgot what it called. I forgot the Unibeam call. Talking about the special beam cannon. Yeah, special beam camera. Thank you. Yeah. So it kind of re remind me of that. But it's so sad how Andy looks so disappointed that he had to do this, take Rip and her from this loop. But he's but he's putting on this pressure and anxiety to save the world because it's better that he goes with Fuku than actually letting Rip and them try to save this loop because they don't care about this loop or Ragnar. But Andy cares about the world and the people. So he, he feels like he has to take the sacrifice their lives just to actually save them in the next loop. And I find that very beautiful. Yeah, bro. I really, I'm really, again, this is, this is champion series for a minute now. <clears throat> I love the, I love the way that they sideslip things. The pacing continues to be very spot on. Um, they're not rushing it too much. It don't feel rushed. Yeah, like true. Really, really good for me. This is really, really good pacing. I do agree that, like, yeah, um, I'm I'm glad it don't feel rushed. I'm glad that it don't feel like fast paced with the story. It feels good pacing of where we're gonna start the loop. So question to you, Kendall. With them starting the loop next, do you think we're gonna go on for another hundred, maybe probably chapters or see where it could go off the loop? 
or you think is a few possibilities of how long more it could go with the loop probably starting anew? Um, I, so I think we get a hundred chapters. I, I'm interested in a dynamic where we do get the loop, but it, it, it doesn't rectify everything. Maybe there's some kind of a crash, some type of crash on top of like where the pathing is for the loop. And then maybe the world has to be corrected from there. Like, you know, the loop doesn't actually go exactly the way it's supposed to. Uh-huh. And then basically they have to kind of correct from there. Maybe they have even less time. Maybe some of the rules that have been broken, they can't like go back and do anything about them. That is very true. So I, think, I think that would be interesting. But I could see it doing a hundred chapters, honestly. I don't think it's necessary, but I could see it doing. Same. I don't think it's very important to have it, but I think that it's very needed to see because if he if he's gonna rebuild an union, that is that is definitely very possible for them to have it. So it is very possible what could occur with the rebuilding union. Are we gonna see Jewies? Are we gonna see other characters come back and are and are we gonna see them rebuild as a group and so and probably some characters that we know were good are probably bad now because of the loop. So there's a couple possibilities with characters that we haven't seen or have seen in a while. So who knows? I think I think Andy's gonna want to preserve Julius as best as possible for the sake of because I think he's keeping everybody in mind. You know what I mean? So I think that has to be a rectification as well. Agree. You know. So I'm good with Under and Luck. I think I think we did discuss it very well. Um, how about you, Kendall? Yeah, I'm, I'm good with it. Are you gonna join us? Are you gonna join us for Kaju number eight or no? Guess not. Oh. Yeah, I can do Kaju real quick. All right. So for Kaju number eight is chapter fifty, chapter sixty-two. A perfect timing for the transition. We got our girl spicy later to damn it. Here for the couch number eight and JJK and my heel coverage for the last um um three series. So spicy, start us off first. What did you feel about Kaiju number eight in chapter 62? I just love Iharu. Iharu is my son. I called it when I first saw him, and I just I love it. Um, I love that we're getting more of the weapon, the weapon numbers. I'm glad we're getting more of like uh what they do and what they can cause for its users because we already know like it shortens your lifespan all the other fun stuff you know but we're actually seeing like if the personality of each kaiju within the matching the personality of its users and um i forgot his name love him too but like we're really seeing like how important an emotion can affect you know this connection and seeing homie really lost because he wanted to help kafka and seeing ihara just coming like look man i just like you my dog i want to see you do great so I loved, I love reading it. I love you hard again. That's the best boy. It's my son. So I'm loving it. <laughs> Abe, how about you, my man? Man, there's a lot of, you know how we enjoy series where they do a great job of fleshing out and giving substance to like the supporting characters. Kaiju number eight does that very, very well because it's very easy to like this. We don't need to learn anything about Haru. Haru can just be a fucking bystander for all we care and whatnot. But the fact that we're getting we're getting Haru and seeing just his own development, his own thought process about this whole thing. Previous chapters, we can tell like, yo, he feels like he's lagging behind. He used to be top dog. And you know, that's that's something that was so crazy to me. Just thinking back in my own personal life, you know, when you go from elementary school to high school, 
you could be top dog in your elementary school real easy. You could be the best of the best. Yo, I, for me, from kindergarten to eighth grade, I was winning every fucking award at my school, right? I felt like I was top dog. I go to high school. Oh, oh, now I'm with top dogs, top dogs. Like, oh, okay, I ain't no longer the cream of the crop. I'm like average compared to a lot of these niggas. I got to work harder. That's how Haru has been feeling. So using this moment, while Reno himself is going through his situation, which I'll touch upon, Haru gets a chance to shine and be like, yo, I don't want to be left behind. So I'm going to put in my own effort. And it's subconsciously too, because even the captain is like, hey, yo, what was his, uh, what was his power level again? He's doing that. He, that power level is doing this. It's like, oh shit, that growth. And how that interconnectivity between characters, they feed on each other. One character doing well, benefits another one one character not doing well benefit i love i love that connectivity between characters in a series like this but going back to haru and just finishing up on haru you see that he is basically going through surpassing his own limits shout out to black clover he's surpassing his <laughs> own limits and he's he's trying to reach out to reno and then when we go to reno too we're like yeah we always knew reno's mindset and philosophy was like i need to be stronger because I need to protect those who need to be protected. Like they're protecting us. Who's protecting them? At least let me protect them. And when I think of him, I think of One Punch Man. I think of um, think of a freaking uh, uh, Saitama. And oh, I forgot old boy's name. Was Genos. Genos. Yes, I think of Genos and how he feels about Saitama. You know, he has that sort of relationship where, like, yo, Saitama is the supreme of the crop. He really does think I need to be up to part so I can be of support to him. I don't think I can surpass him, but I at least want to be support to him. That's how I see like Reno and, and basically every character in the series. He wants to be there. So I want to be that shield for you guys. And I love and respect that. But we also learned that with, with number six, number six issue is that it like amplifies to, a, to an obsessive degree. And we're seeing that in, in, in Reno's head. We're like, yo, I need more. I need power. I'm weak. I'm weak. And it's like, hey, yo. So yo, we're thinking like, oh, okay. That, that show's getting dark for a second. Yeah. Not like not dark in a bad way, but dark where I thought in most um in most manga storytelling, I thought he was gonna mm -hmm. turn to the kaiju or mm -hmm. from the kaiju. But I love what you said. Like this was technically more like like the captain said, this was more human desire. This was more human growth. Like, you know, like us humans, we feel some days the week weeks months we feel like we cannot do shit we cannot push ourselves but he wants to push himself because he's mm -hmm. tired he saw his friend getting uh he saw his friend getting arrested and he couldn't mm -hmm. do nothing about it he saw that his friends were getting hurt he wanted to get stronger not just because he has access to power now but if he has access to this power if he could control this if he could have a well underdeveloped power under his belt and he could help others and protect people he feels like that's such a gift and now knowing that that gift could be taken away, it's like, it's so beautiful for that. And I just love for this chapter that his boy, uh, our boy Reno, no, uh, our boy Haru. Thank you, Haru. He did us kept chasing and he's the one that's jealous of him. Not because a bad jealousy. Punching through the ice like it's nothing. He's like, fuck this he, ice, yo. He, I'm getting in that. I'm getting he, to my home. He ended I'm the conversation and was like, right? And it was like, that's my son. Here and that's that panel at the end saying, Well, Reno, just you know, like to wait for that hand, like, yo, we're gonna do this together, right, bro? 
like if I'm not doing this by myself, we are doing this by ourselves. And like me just talking about this, I just got goosebumps because that's just a beautiful type of rivalry. It's not toxic. It's one thing you support each other and when you help each other grow, you get here stronger, you get stronger. So that and, was such a beautiful And to play group. on that point, what does Haru say? He's like, I know Reno can do this. He can do this. I believe in him. Give him, give us more time. Let me get to Reno. Reno can take care of this. It could have been easy, like, oh, I can do this. I'll take over. I'll, I'll do it. I'm the one who can, who can do it and set this right. No. I recognize myself. I recognize my own strengths and limitations. But I know that guy, Reno, who has worked harder than a lot of us, who has worked hard, I know he can do it. I love that. I love that camaraderie. I fucking love that. And we, man, look, Reno's going to have his moment. And this, this, like Spicy said, that last page. Well, Reno, him right down, offering a hand, not standing up. And no, he's he's at he's damn near at the same level. Same level, yeah. His hand, like yo, grab. You know what we, we think of y'all know that meme of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and, uh, and uh, Apollo, right? Like, oh no, so is this Sylvester and Apollo? Like, hey, you grab fist right now. You you know how it is in Predator with Arnold Schwarzenegger. This is that moment. It's like, all right, we in this, we in this. Come on, me and you, we in this, we in this together. I can't wait for. It, it, bi-weekly is killing me, but I can't wait. I can't wait. Controversial because we know we know that like, the past couple weeks, Haru has been like, I'm, I'm falling behind, I'm falling behind, and trying to basically figure out what his role is in the whole division of things. So you see that come full circle. And then on top of that, you know that Reno, Reno from the time we have seen, Reno has been hell-bound on being responsible for what's going on in the society around him. And having people that he cares about has only amplified his level of responsibility. So to then see the combination of what we haven't seen, again, we haven't seen Reno for a long time. He comes back in super hard mode. He loses himself in his responsibility. Like in the in the quest for being the responsible as well as for caring for his people, he loses himself for a moment. And then you see Haru is like, okay, I know what I have to do. In order for me to get to the next level, I have to help support my guy. So give my guy a chance. If he can't get a chance, I'm not, I'm not worth anything. Yeah. If I can't give him a chance to get to where he needs to, what's the point of me even being here? Well, I'm not here. Like all that top dog shit I was is like it's pointless. I I'm I'm useless. And it and I respect that because not everybody can be top dog. Not you yeah, you no. can aspire like I get it. Everybody's like, yo, be your own person, be independent. People fit into roles, you know. Not everybody's meant to be a leader. Not everybody's meant to, to share the same style of leadership, first of all. Some people are great supporters. Me myself, I consider myself to be like, like the person who likes to be behind the scenes and support. I support as much as I can. That's that's my role. I recognize that. And how do how can I best use my role to help everybody else? So seeing that these are young, young cats, men and women right here, recognizing like, yo, what can I do? I don't need to be bullheaded ish and keep banging against the wall, being like, yo, I'm trying to force something to happen. That's not me. Instead, I'm recognizing what can I do? And not only to help myself, but to help the people around me. That selfless act in such a society where it's like, yo, you need it. You you really need it. Because any day, one of y'all motherfuckers could get got by a kaiju. You are dealing with threats that are beyond the imagination. You just saw a kaiju take out an icon. Pull up to your crib and take an icon out. Like, hey, hey, self selfishness ain't going to fly right here. It ain't going to get you far. And I'm glad that we're stressing out.
agree. Um, because I was gonna say, like, I like how also the captain also was like, yo, what's going on here? Like 24% and performing like this, that shows you that what the number says don't matter. Like you could say that you're doing 18%, but your skills, your motivation, your hustle, you're surpassing limit even at 24% because he was shocked of how good he is doing with the hustle, with the running, with the speed, because it shows that when you have that type of adrenaline in you, don't matter what you're doing because you are about to surpass whatever real strength you got or not. So it just shows that our boy Haru, he was ready to put them hands and and get his boy back on the same two feet. And I and I love that. Like I said, back to explaining about how like these kaiju uh, numbers weapons affect these users. Like that's the human condition, right? We see like video games and just everywhere. It's like humans are dangerous because they can like they with with the right like mobility and. Um, inspiration they can really be dangerous so i love how they were kind of like doing that with these weapons and then with like how really wanted to save people and how he had to come out himself because how it was affecting him like i just love that and how Haru was like nah man you gotta you know like like we're here to support to calm him down so i i love it i love i love where everything's going um and i'm excited to see what other um, soldiers get numbers weapons because right now it's, it's down to the wire so I'm excited I I would like for Harry to get something but I don't think I think he's just a support I think he's just a bro you know he's backup but I agree um are you guys excited for the next um chapter um chapter 63 have any expectation Easily. or do you have any theories or what you hope to see your little two against this kaiju or Donju, I think it was um I think it was a Donju. Definitely a joint attack. I feel like we're gonna get a little we're gonna uh, Reno's gonna get power up, obviously, and then they're gonna do a little cute little joint attack, and then we're just gonna we're we're gonna go on from there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Um I'm I'm excited. I just wanna see how how we're gonna play this out. You know, what is it gonna look like for for Reno? How does Reno overcome this moment? Because it's not just gonna be a simple like Haru's president grabbing his hand. He still needs to come to terms with his own really strong sense of responsibility that has been also somewhat amplified by just being connected to kaiju number six. And in general, as they say, we're all kaiju, it naturally just amplifies all human desires and philosophies. But like we've stated here on this, um, on this episode, and when you go back, it, it Reno's is further amplifying it himself, which is telling you like, again, Kendall mentioned it, his sense of, of justice, his sense of responsibility is super strong. It's OD scary. Even the captain was like, wow. Wow. Keep in mind, how old, how old is this guy? He's a young cat. To have such a sense of responsibility at this age, that, that speaks a lot to society. It's like, why, why would you have a youngin feel so strongly like this? Like, hey, you know, you don't really get to enjoy life and get to have a normal childhood. It seems like, no, nah, you, you're dealing with the threat of, of kaiju coming and destroying your town and killing your people just no no hesitation. so um i'm just i'm just excited to see the story continue to unfold you know we have to wait but it's it's been it's an enjoyable way it's well worth the wait and if you somehow are still not reading kaiju number eight please by all means hop on that hop on that. i don't know what you're waiting for hop on that you're going to be able to enjoy the stuff that you can binge that us some of us have been reading upon release so you know we we've had to deal with waiting you get to binge a, a few chapters here and there if you want to but please start on it start on it kaiju number eight is well worth well worth reading 
Um, any last thoughts about this chapter? Because um, what I'm excited to see is just, it's like Spicy said, because one, you, we're going to get the two on one against the casual, and we're about to see some cool coordinations or tags of both of them. And I can't really see that because we're going to see the intercommunication and maybe some, and, and maybe that captain will bring in like another kaiju type of weapon for him to use because we would love to see our boy Haru maybe could use some type of weapon, you know, kaiju number four or, you know, kaiju number five. You know, he has number six and then he has number five. That would be cool, some cool balance that both of them could have, you know, let's do a team. So who knows? I just want to say I'm, I'm loving this training arc because we started with um, my daughter trying, you know, coming to terms with her father and her training. And then we just seen the main cast getting that train necessary training because, you know, in less than half or less than, I don't know how many months, but like things are going to come to, but this is definitely one of my favorite training arts. I'm not really a fan of most training arts, but this has definitely been one of my favorite ones because it's just been like really great. <laughs> Happy. So next chapter is for the fire of are you a panda or are you a teddy bear time? Because it was adorable. Our boy, oh my god, this was hella cute. Because I didn't expect our boy panda literally just walking on two feet and walking four legs, you know, trying to pretend. So it was dope as hell. So this will be for kaiju number eight, chapter 184, I believe it is. 184? Yeah, 184. Hey. Wait, I, I said kaiju, right? I said. Yeah. JJK, JJK <laughs> chapter 184. Thank you, Arika. I was like, wait, why did I think, why did I feel like I said something wrong? Chapter 184 of JJK. And Anaki, welcome to the stream because I know you just finished your own stream. So glad to have you here. Welcome. What's up? What's up? Hello. I have not met you before. I know, me neither. <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, time, but hello. <laughs> you are a spicy lady talks podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm, you well, just smash. Okay, I like this. I like this name, and <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right. So with Anakin being first here, um, uh, JJK chapter one eighty four. How did it like our boy being a teddy bear? Rip bozo. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, more seriously though, I think that the Cullen games kind of needed this because, let's be real here, Maki folded like two hundred seventeen people, and that was the start of the Cullen game. So we technically just watched the good guys rack up like 300, like 230 Ws. Gotta have a little, little struggle here. So, you know, and the way that this happened, I'm actually really excited to see this person in action and, and what their actual curse technique is because currently we're just focused on the way that the curse energy operates, not even what they actually do similar to how uh you know hikari has spiked curse energy but his actual technique is a whole bunch of other stuff i just love how in the first page it's just like in the first two pages comedy because our boy literally walk on four legs trying to act like a panda and i love how the sorcerer said hey kogane yes is that a player uh that is a player and then with a hesitation speed through and punch through the chest like it gave no second to think about it. it. Literally just said, "Oh, you're a player." Boom, let's start fighting. Like, wait, what? You're not going to ask questions? Like, hey, like, it, it's like the saying, "Go first." Um, 
ask for forgiveness first and then ask questions after. I'm like, no, tech, like you guys are fighting for your life. You don't give a fuck, it seems. That was hilarious when I, when I read that panel. I was like, okay, Panda, you're not, <laughs> you're very obvious with this. But um, yeah, I agree. Whereas like, he's getting a lot of W, so it's nice to kind of see a little, um, you know, e- things evening out. And I like this new character. The, the design is kind of cool. I like like what they're doing. I like their hair. Like they're just very much like like confident. Like you ain't fooling me. Like and kind of reminded me of what's his name from uh, One Piece. I know I should shouldn't say that, but like just very like using I guess lightning to like be lightning. You don't usually like that. I guess oh, like very much like kind of like a now. Yeah. Now yes. Now yeah. or Enaru. Yeah. Yeah. Enaru, yeah. yeah. Like very like quick quickly decisive because lightning's like that like in and out you know, quickly. So I, I did like that. And um, it's their ability. And, and they have a staff. Like, come on now. So, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> um, and, and, okay, the disrespect and the talk down. Like, because, like, how many people will rip your arm off and immediately throw it at you? Like, that's yo, disrespectful. <laughs> oh, we have seen that. Like, we have seen with the, um, I forgot, we saw it in some anime or some manga not that long ago. It happened recently. I forgot what was it. But, it just makes, like, the way she literally cut off the arm in page 10 and literally next three panels later, literally threw the hand back and literally said, um, I'm trying to block my vision and I've had enough that, like, you know that she did it just through your arm? I would be like, the disrespect. Can we look arm? up the name, though? It was, like, like Thunder Rhythm Drum, something like that. Like, it's a fire name, like, with the ability. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, because uh, Gorilla Mode uses unblockable drumming beat. Yes. Yeah. And that was what they used to smack up, uh, Mechamaru. Oh, yes, Mechamaru. That's what they use for, for, for the smacking hands. Yeah. But it just it just shows, like, this person was just go straight to the point. And also, if you are if you, if you are getting interrogated, do not do pauses because this person straight up knew and asked, hey, so do you know Sukana? And, she, and like, the small boy like, wait, why is she asking? And boom, oh, no, I don't. She's like, um, you know, I heard, you took a long to respond. If you didn't know, you would have just said, I don't know who that is, right straight away. But for you to think about it, you pause. I know you know the information, so I'm going to take it out of you. And she just did us took a whole type of insect and ate the panda, I believe? Or or did the panda evolve? She, so she it? transformed. So what happened is, is that panda transformed into gorilla after panda got his ass beat. Gorilla got his ass beat. And then rhino came out. Okay, so, so that was so an she's a, Yeah, so she's like a rhino or a triceratops or something. That's why he uh, goes, my sister is a shy girl. And then transforms, and it's like anyone who meets her eye, she kills to hide her embarrassment. So she was gonna immediately try to kill Kashimo, but it doesn't matter if you're like spice, like switching personalities because all the charges are still on that physical form and still has that cursed energy signature. And that's how that like technique was used at the end. It just shows that, but what I'm curious is that why is she asking where Sukuna? That's more like, what's the reason? Like, is this one is this one of his followers from all that long ago? Or is this a person that has a grudge against Sukuna that wants to finish it? It gave me grudge types when um they were asking. It didn't really because you know, you know when people ask it's like a loyalty or like a like in um Shibuya with the one. I forgot their name, but it's more of like this one was like, yo, like I'm active. I want to like, where is the head haunch and all of this? So I think it's a grudge, but we'll see. But they're 
they definitely seem like a wild card to me and I would like I would love to see them go against Gigi because I think they kind of have like similar like like you know like I guess like activeness when it comes so when they do meet Yuji and then realize that it's going to be interesting how they interact so also in the chat they also said do we feel this fight was impressive because we know panda is not the strongest out of the crew i know we know that panda is strong but not the strongest like yuji megumi and like the others so do we feel this fight was still impressive that that panda lost or it was just still type of fodder type of fight because of the overpower from so from hajime what i want to say about this is that do you remember the this the cursed technique or cursed ranking chart that we got yeah. way at the beginning of the series so panda is stated to be a uh level two jujutsu sorcerer yeah and at and i think toto recommended panda for uh rank one recommendation yeah if i remember correctly toto got so shibuya was their more or less their test to see if they could be ranked as great one sorcerers or not which i would say that megumi did pass and i would argue yuji passed but definitely whatever. Um, but in the case of Panda, we didn't actually see anything out of Panda. So Panda is basically like this rank two Jujutsu Sorcerer. And we could look at Kashimo here, like based on this fight as at minimum a grade one. But when you're so cleanly overpowered, it makes me feel like Kashimo might be a special grade sorcerer. And, uh, the reason why I think of that is because of how the cursed eating uh, curse eating technique work where it was like if you were two grades above someone clear you could just instantly one shot them with your technique where if uh, ghetto needed a grade two or below curse he could just eat it without any issue and so I kind of feel like him just showing up running through panda like that is like it's not even kind of an issue no phase of panda gave Kashimo any trouble I don't know so it's, it's a tough sell for, so I'm like, Kashimo's at minimum going to be grade one, high grade one to me, like this, one of those supreme grade ones, you know? Um, and as for that grudge thing, I think if it's a grudge, that would be because of something that happened like bloodline wise. I feel like that's, this is another reason why I think that Kashimo's supposed to be a special grade and that I think Kashimo's actually looking to fight Sukuna because Sukuna's so legendary and that mm. the staff is kind of like an illusion towards like the Monkey King type beat where it's like trying Ooh. to like be the greatest so you think it's more like a better junkie so that's why they want to fight yeah like, for that reason to, to test their strength so like basically, the monkey like, king has always been known to fight and known to always fight the strongest similar to ishigori who you know he came back because he couldn't get that fill in his life so we have this established precedent where some of the people in the games are like man yeah, I was a jujutsu sorcerer, but I didn't. I don't feel like I got to let it hang like I should have been, you know. Like, like I was out here raising a family, so I stopped racking up bodies, and I don't know. I just feel like I could have taken more lives as a sorcerer, and I want that opportunity to prove that to myself because that's ultimately what Ishigori was doing, and that's where I feel like this person's personality clearly comes into play. And I believe Ishigori was also from four hundred years ago. Yeah. So it kind of seems to be that 400 years ago to be a jujutsu sorcerer was to go out and kill people for fun. I yeah. like to do bad things with my friends. It's <laughs> fun to do bad things. Yeah, just start killing people and just start being tough and be a whole gang as just as but just you kill with your curse energy. I do love that, like a bloodline thing, because we kind of we're seeing that with uh what's his name? A I'm theme. Kind of blank. 
Huh? Like a, it's kind of like a theme going on with yeah, the bloodline. What's happened with uh freaking oh my god Gojo, like Gojo yes. and the Zenin clan, they were like yeah. still beefing from a thousand years ago off of a but tie. Even, but even and even but even the cousin of what's what is his name with the curse? I tell you, Utah. Utah, yes. Oh my gosh! Like even with them talking about Utah alluding to his generation and what that you know what that could be, and we're getting glimpses of that. So I do love how we're kind of. And then Megumi and using what's um, that one ability that, you know, with back to the Gojo clan, when he was like, able to link like what it was feel like in that moment. So I, I love that we're kind of doing bloodline stuff and it's interesting to see how that affects currently how there isn't a lot of like curse um, Jujutsu sorcerers and just mm-hmm. seeing how like, that affects like everyone now in this calling games. So, yeah. I could have worked out a little better, but <laughs> I don't know. No, you're good because if it makes you um, it's starting to show the theme of this arc about Megumi, his bloodline, and uh, same thing with Utah because they they also brought it up during his yeah. fight, like you know, talking about that line, like oh, you know, cursed your bloodline. So I'm starting to see that there is something like connection with each character and their bloodline, and we also know about Yuji and his mother slash father or his. That's his mama. That's his mama. That's his mama. Oh, his mama in that life. Yeah, I guess his mama in that life. But no, I love that because we still like uh Megumi's sister is still like lurking about. You know, that's a plot point we haven't even touched. When um for um for um jump fest, they like show like a culling games like like visual and Mugumi's sister was on there and then Maki. So I'm just like, like that's what I want to see. I want to see Mugumi's sister and Maki really like So like out. there's questions for it and I'm and I'm thinking Gedge's waiting to show the whole sister stuff knowing where what happened in his fight and with how it ended and with him thinking about her and everything. So it just brings you the question like is she part of this culling game because she's technically inside Japan that's that's as much as far we know but from what we know, like, is she inside? Is she, is she participating? Which I think she kind of has to be already inside the zone. I think that the people who were marked were already pulled and met Kenjaku since, you know, he was popping up in people's sleep and stuff. So I kind of feel like something would have already been done to make sure that anybody who uh, was given a curse technique would pop in or anybody who was given, uh, made a vessel would pop over like they would be instantly popped over instead of having to try to find one and then everybody else who's like those in, those rules of entry seem to be more for people like jujutsu high because part of it is also the culling games isn't just about you know keeping some of the strongest sorcerers and doing all this other stuff but you also get this bonus effect of if jujutsu society is responding to the culling games that means they have to all be trapped in these curtains yeah so now you also get this bonus like added benefit of you being able to move around and potentially exploit vaults or different things like that taking on different territories and stuff just so you can become more powerful so this is just all around like creating a major power play and a field advantage for Kenjaku. yeah because it's kind of is kind of portraying a whole power play that each person if they control a zone they're kind of controlling a whole district now mm-hmm. like this is your district and it and if you enter my zone we got to start fighting and throwing hands. So it's kind of making you question, like, what is our boy Geta doing 
with this whole zone. Like, what's the end game? Because all the last time we saw our Borghetto is up there in China. So, like, that's the last time we know that we saw this character. So, like, what when are we going to see again Ghetto coming back? So, like, are, is there a whole reason? Like, it still brings you the questions of what was the point of going to China? What are you bringing with you or taking with you? Or what is it that you're trying to probably bring some type of bring bring some type of calamity to Japan from China? What is what is your end game with that? Because there's some things that our boy Geje is leading up to, but doing such in small in small little seeds because like the sister, like China and Earth, that we still have some things that are unanswered and it's just slowly creeping up to the story. And that's why I like. And I, I do just want to ask real quick, does, do you guys yeah, think Panda's living? Like alive? Yeah, like do you think Panda's going to come out of the situation alive? Um, the arc, the arc, I believe he might die because I feel like it will show the stakes and by showing that right now he just got his ass kicked and whipped right now, could be. But will he, will he be alive? Will he, will he still be alive after this confrontation? Most likely if he gives an information of where Sukuna but if not, then that would be hard to say. I don't know. I, I just have a feeling that he's going to be like, he moved his core, the, the core did something. Like, you know, like, it's, like I don't know. I, I just feel like he's going to live for a little, a, just a little while longer. But um, if he does die, it's like, like, I guess, like, what does it, like, bring to the story? Because Shibuya, like, all those deaths were like, okay. Like, you know, so with this one, it's like, I don't really know. Because it was out of nowhere. And like you said, Panda hasn't really been doing much to like, I guess, like grow. Like he has grown, but not like that. So I think it'd be kind of like, okay, well, what was the point of that type thing? So I think he has a little bit long while longer in the cooling games, but you know, we'll see. Yeah, like it, to me, it would almost feel like a punishment for Panda being a comedy character in this serious setting. Yeah. And that, that and that's kind of <laughs> like the only way I can like see it at this point. Cause I'm like. Because the thing is, is that it's like a sick joke, even when it opens up with Panda being like, oh, my mission is to find Angel. Because we know where Angel is. Yep. Not even in your colony. It's with Megumi. So it's like, damn. Well, no matter, like, so to a certain degree, we knew that whatever Panda was going to do this chapter was going to be futile. Just off the fact that like, oh, well, we know where Angel is. You don't. You're wasting your time. Oh, Merc, and that's why I'm like, oh, is this what is is like? Are we saying that Panda's last day is just one of futility, like one where you lose Yaga and then you you soon follow after, and that's the that well, like, that, like is that what we're going for here? Just this dying? I hope not, because that is what the chat said. It's what Connor said. I think Panda's alive. The Panda is Yaga ultimate creation, so there's probably something up his sleeve. Which yeah. I think, which I think that'll be very memorable or very important because it will show that um, Panda will live for Yaga. Like it's kind of like it's kind of like Naruto. Like that's the will of fire. Like all right, cool. They died, but you have the will of fire for them because you're you're gonna continue living for that reason, for that purpose. Because with that person being dead. You are the ultimate creation for that person because you're gonna you you are gonna continue living. So that it's a possibility that a boy panda could still be alive because of Yaga themselves. So the one thing about that that I think 
is a little disin uh i won't say disingenuous but i think it's disingenuous towards how the jujitsu society looked at what made panda his ultimate creation because they kind of look at you know because they're just looking at it as a weapon but what made panda so important was that panda was a truly sentient being and self-sustaining so if panda i don't know it's like i, I want panda to live just because i felt like we didn't get enough of yaga so i kind of want at least to get some extra Yaga out of Panda as a character. Uh, but I'm also just kind of like, I felt like the way Nobara was handled was like, mm, was her dying here the best for her character arc? For me, eh, for my enjoyment, no. So do I hope she comes back? Kind of, yeah. But then that also makes that moment a little less cool. So like, I'm always stuck in this weird, like, ah, I guess whatever happened or is happening with Nobara happens. So I guess to me, it wouldn't be completely out of left field if we did eventually have Panda die through this interaction. But I would prefer, because like I don't see Panda giving up the information at this point, especially after this much damage. That's true. Like, so I'm trying to figure out like, would Panda really give up Yuji? Would it even be worth it for Panda to give up Yuji? Uh, it's funny because I think, do you think within that moment, you do think Gage is trying to like have Panda like, because after Yagi died, Panda like had this kind of like realization of emotion and how different he was. Do you think this moment will be him looking at his relationship with Yuji and choosing, I guess, like friendship over whatever he thinks, I guess, is right in the moment or his Panda not a pandaness? That makes sense. Yeah, because, you know, like, he's always like, I'm a panda, I'm a panda. And to a certain degree, that's like an animal would simply just choose the optimal route for survival. And it could be that panda dying here is someone where panda's like, well, panda, I'm, I'm not actually a panda. I'm At the end of the day, I've always been three people. And because it was made clear that the condition for making that self-sustaining being was three souls of individuals who were close to each other. So it's like, we were never just a panda and that's okay and you let yourself die in exchange for not giving up influence to kuna because i'm going to be real with you yuji is not ready for kashima oh hell no definitely for sure uh, like yuji is just not prepared for this sakuna is i think sakuna could be fine here but we also still don't even know what Kashimo's true technique is because that's technically like a byproduct, like, like that separating of the charges, that's just utilizing the cursed energy well. That's not stated to actually be a technique. So now we got to figure out if it, like if that's supposed to just be an autopilot technique or if there's an extra layer of techniques being added onto with this lightning. Because if we because if we have that going just like Akari does, then fighting Sakuna, it could actually be something of marriage, just, you know? It just shows because, for example, Connor also brought it up that in Yaga's death, they was also asking information of how he did the mutation for Panda. So they was asking information, but he chose to die for Panda and not and not let the information be revealed. So it's kind of the same thing for Panda in this situation. Because that's why I said that he might die in this arc for that reason. Because, like, you're having a parallel 
for Yaga in his death because he chose not to give the information that Panda has the same Rena consequence that you if you don't give this information, you could die right now. So, but like we know in most in most of our mangas, friends do not abandon friends. So with Panda, would it really abandon Yuji and give the information of where Sukuna is? Or you could give false information, say, oh, Sukuna's over there. But we, we don't know if Panda actually knows where Yuji is still. And you could give false information, like maybe they don't know that uh, Yuji has Sukuna. So it could be a truth and a lie, you know, a little truth and white lie type of story. A truth and one lie might be the best way to go about it, or like two truths and a lie, just yeah. because that could lead to Panda maybe getting to live. Because while Kashimo seems to be a battle junkie, there is a chance that that same battle junkie tendency will lead to a bit of a nobility to that aspect. Like, all right, cool. I told you I'd let you live, so you get to live. I'm going to go beat somebody else's ass now. Bye. That's right, true. Or, because like, really, like, hell, honestly, another person walking by could save him because Kashimo is literally like going from fight to fight to fight apparently like doing the Yuta train like I'm just gonna find anybody who's around and fight them because the fact is it's like Panda was walking away and Kashimo was like no let me make sure I should be beating your ass ah yes like she said hey <laughs> yo is that a player Oh, yeah, that is. Literally gave like a one point second. Literally just gave no type of hesitation. Said, oh, hey, do you know this person? No, it just went straight to hands. And I agree. Sir, I disagree. I don't think Yuji would get cooked that fast. I'm sorry. Yuji got them hands. Yuji is starting to learn his curse energy. And Luji and Yuji got the black flash. And Yuji got the divergent fist. Yuji has some chance. Not saying he will win. But I don't think he will get the L. I think he has some chance to at least understand the fight and have some way to to actually defend himself. I don't think he will lose that fast. I have to disagree there. I'm sorry, that pen of them just fist just throwing fist up in his face. I'm just like, damn. <laughs> yeah, I, I was looking back at the the pull up where it's like, pow. And then just whack, whack, whack like, yeah. with the staff. And I'm like, ugh. Just nasty ugh. with it, man. <laughs> like, he merely put this banana down. <laughs> Disrespectful. That's the thing that's, like, killing me. It's like, it was like Panda steps up. Well, the thing is, he's like, beats Panda before Panda can even, like, react. It's like, oh, this dude's really strong. Gets smacked into the freight. Gorilla pops out. The move does one swing of an arm and loses it and immediately starts getting beat up. Like it's like how quickly like you just whoop through these phases. It's like knocks knocks pandas like fist down and then start pushing like you ain't, ain't blocking nothing, bro. Like what you gonna block? Oh my gosh. But yeah, I like this new character. I'm excited to see like what they're gonna bring to these next chapters because. That ending panel is very like, ooh, we'll see. Yeah, like, because uh, because the other thing is, it's like when the other two got like when the other chorus got beat up by like Mechamaru and stuff. <laughs> at at the very least, they didn't. None of the bodies took this much damage. 
But this is like we saw the arm sprout too. So it's like lost an arm, sprout a new one because you transform, lose that arm, sprout a new one because you transform, lose that arm. Because the right arm got blown off all three times, I think. Because if you look, the panda, the rhino panda arm is flying off in the air. Is this a panda right arm? Yeah. I see he got punched, but it's hard to tell in that page on if you look seven. at the if you look at page uh 18, for example, Rhino Panda's arm is flying off. Like if you look uh around midway through towards the left of that page on 18, you can see that that arm is flying off. Gorilla Panda got its arm broken off, and then I'm yeah, pretty that sure, part. Uh, or actually, no, the first panda might have been just get I got his ass beat. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. saying like just got his ass know, beat ridiculously. Yeah, well, panda armor is hard to tell, but still. So Alvarez made a good joke. There's a reason. There's a reason pandas are are endangered species because of Camino. I'm like, damn, how you just give the endangered species to the panda because of his fault? But it's funny though. Hey, when you, he's not helping. Sure, panda isn't a panda, but he literally was like, oh look, that thing is a panda that maybe escaped from the zoo. And his first instinct was, let me see if I got a reason to beat its ass. He didn't even start asking, asking questions. It literally said, you know what? I'm going to shoot first and ask questions later. Like, That's what literally was the, this was literally its model. It's literally a mindset. Like, you know what? I'm going to ask a question. I'm going to ask, not him. I'm going to ask a coconut. Hey, is that player? Oh, that is a player. Cool. Look I'm going right. to go give the hands to this random animal to hear. No ex questions. Just straight up was like, all right, cool. That's a dude whose ass I can beat. Do it. Done. We don't call Peter no more. Peter be doing bad stuff to the animals. So he can't even say that. <laughs> Peter would have done the same thing. Exactly. Just after giving get a granola bar. Like exactly. Exactly. Hey Ray. Hey, is the king of games himself. Oh, right. Wait, we don't hear you. Yeah. Was... Ask questions. Oh, okay, we in here. All right, yeah. listen. Hey. Hey. I got words for Gay Gay. What's up? How Talk to dare us. you do Panda like that? What's Why? What was the reason? <laughs> because he went from black and white to having, to having black and purple. Or black what was the reason for what was the reason for that ass whooping? What why? Um, I think it was in the chat. I forgot who said it, but I think someone said Gage don't give a fuck who dies. He I mean, said, it's not he don't care who he dies. It's just, we we know that Gage is just you know king right now. Well, people getting their ass whooped, and I was like, why Panda? Why why? Rude. Because Panda just been lounging around being cutie and cuddly and not really. You know, because like panda a, isn't a panda, that's why. <laughs> I mean, panda can look like a panda. I mean, he would have thought it was a panda, had that little snitch, not snitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, Kogane no. was doing his job. Don't don't blame Kogane for doing it. I mean, although, <laughs> yeah, that is true. Hey, panda did learn something year. about how you can use the, the Kogane, which yes. I was like, ah, good point. Yeah. Um, I'm waiting for somebody but, to just add a rule that they have a hug, like a Kagane edition at all times. Right? So you can just see it's just other. there all the time, so you can see it. Um, no, this chapter was wild. I was like, I, every I kept going. I'm like, okay, Panda will get a lick in here in a bit. No, Panda will get a lick in here in a minute. No, Panda will get a lick. 
Okay. That's how it's going to be. I'm that like, okay. True. I'm like, come that on, bro. It's true. Did Panda Just Land one hit? No. Although, I will say that this, this, this sorcerer got hands for real, though. Bro. Um, in, in like the worst way. Um, and 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 just like call out, hey, where's Kuna at? You talk about you want you want the hands, <laughs> all the hands. You want the smoke and then some. And I'm like, oh, so you really a problem? And like you you out here, <laughs> like like that's what I was saying, Ray. I'm like, I, I, I feel like okay. I feel like this is a character that Kenjaku was like, yo, dog. And then he was started fighting Kenjaku. He was like, wait, 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 Hold up. I'm trying to talk to you, brother. Right? Slow down. Uh, now listen. Listen. So, uh, yeah, I knew I'm Sakuna like, back in the day. And then he... What? Hey, hey, hey. He's like, he's like I always wanted to beat his ass. Hey, <laughs> okay, I can make that happen. Just stop punching me, nigga. Like, chill. Uh, like, <laughs> so I'm like, this this character going to be a problem. Yeah. So I'm like, what's what's about to happen with this, dog? I'm like, I know Panda ain't out yet. Like... Let's be real. Panda ain't gonna be down for the count yet. Let's be let's be real. Um, but does Panda run and does somebody interfere? So my questions. I, I do agree in the comment that this was a weird transition because last chapter we were having our fight with our boy Hakari, and that was going on. We get a whole type of a whole type of exposition. And then at the last panel of chapter 183, he said, I'll use skill to grab a hold of luck. All right, cool. I was excited for the next chapter. And then we go transition to Panda. So I do agree that... He did that on purpose. Gage said, said, reread those two chapters real quick because y'all didn't understand it. It's okay. Just reread them real quick. <laughs> so y'all can really right? Understand. I was like, so... Actually, also intrigued with the whole gambling casino stuff, his hour of the luck. And then we go to Panda, it, like... And then you go show Panda getting the hands. And there was a lot of people online that was like, oh, Gage, you're killing me. Ah, it's too much. Oh, I don't understand. Pachinko? What's that? My grandma doesn't play pachinko. And then he was like, all right, I got you. Animal cruelty. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but even, he even said, promo- you don't like John Wick getting a dog getting shot? How about, let's give you three animals getting the ass whooped. But even like, the promo Shonen Jump was like, look at cutie panda. Like being very like, oh my God, come watch this. It's going to be really cute panda time. And it's just like. Then watch it get really Yeah. <laughs> I thought you ain't right, Shonen Jump. Why y'all did? Y'all, y'all, y'all do. I mean, y'all also. So I just thought about something. All What's three up? of the animals that Panda transforms or exists as have at least some species that are endangered. Endangered, yes. So yep. all three of them, like this man, is a walking extinction event. Hold up. So I wanted to see some real quick because that last one it looks like a rhino. But like, is it though? Um, or is it a triceratops? It's a fair. That's question. what I was wondering. About. I was like, <laughs> is, I was like, is that really? But it's that's like it wasn't even there long enough for us to see what it was. I think, I think that's why born in the middle. Like, if you that's what I was questioning because because when Aniki said, it, I was like, uh, I don't know. So I'm going to believe what he said there because at first I was like, that look a unicorn, but with weird eyes. I don't know. I mean, I looked so, at it again. And I'm like, I've been calling her a rhino only because the other two are set, like normal animals. Oh. That's the only basis for me going with Rhino. It looks like a it looks like a dinosaur thing to me though. Like yeah, like it does look like and well the eyes are also weirdly big for Yeah, they are. Yes. Yeah, why, why I mean he 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 did say, "Hey, be careful though. Uh she kills she kill people because she ugly." And <laughs> <laughs> right? 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 Right?
That's not like this Martian from Young Justice. <laughs> I mean, look, oh my no, god. No, don't do that. Don't the white Martian. Oh my god. Damn, I think you are. Did she not she ugly her too. She's beautiful. She's ugly. beautiful. She, her she ugly that no. is true. Miss Martian done so much growth. Okay, I'm so proud of her embracing her white. I mean, I'm proud of her too, but in regular form, she ugly. <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real with I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. That's, that's true. Those arms, those little Man, also, that's that's, that's hilarious out of context. I'm so proud of her for embracing her whiteness. Not in not this economy. Talk about not one episode. You know, with the white and green Martians, not getting that. Mm-hmm. Been saying that you know, Martian Manhunter is black. So, Oops. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I just I I'm gonna need. I'm mad. He obscures how this character looks for a reason and i'm like just give me a full-on shot so i can see how ugly it is instead of it being drawn with half his brain hanging out like <laughs> i would like to see a color page if anyone has the courage to do that because they they be doing Ugh. it and i mean like was it completely transformed or did he like like did he split her head open while she was transforming i don't know she no she was fully transformed because if you look at page oh yeah you uh, look 14 or 15, you see, like, that head is there. That's where that, like, ride, you know, she's, like, roaring. And then when you get that, like, slight spread, when the lightning bolt is traveling, it's like, no, nah, that's a completely new form. You got fully regenerated both arms, mm-hmm. uh, legs there. Just boom. Just didn't the torso matter. did change. It got titties now. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Her head is huge, then, <laughs> if that's the case. Because that is a big I'm head. just being real. It's, they there. So we know. Being, it's real, being real as well. If you notice, the whole fight. No domain expansion, no curse energy used. It was literally only hands. Well, no, he he they he they explained his curse technique, um, or her. I don't I didn't pay attention. They explained they, that like the curse energy can be done this way. They didn't call exactly. it a technique. I mean, you be which careful to, with that. To me, is it is a technique. You're using it in a different style, so that's it's like a I different fighting about, style. So that's you know? how I feel about Divergent Fist. Mm-hmm. But if you remember back when uh, Yuji was fighting Hajime, or when he got hit with confiscation, his curse technique, since he didn't have one, it took away his curse energy. Personally, yeah. I feel like Divergent Fist is a technique that he yes, has not fully acknowledged as a I curse mean, technique yet. It is in, technique in my mind, by what like a definition of a technique, that's that's a different technique. Yeah. Right. That's how I feel about it, but it doesn't count as a jujitsu technique. Yeah. So um, but no, I'm like, okay, that's cool. But then what can you really do? Like what what you've you've mastered this version of your understanding of this ability. Um, but what can you do? And do, we actually don't even know. Is this one of those old world sources or is this a new one who just happens to know about? No, no, this one's from 400 years ago. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, that's from 400 years ago. So um, we They've did also... say that it's either the grudge or it just wants to fight you know, Sakuna and just see. Like, Sakuna you know, probably took his mama. It's fine. I understand. It's, it's also worth noting this person has realistically killed between 10 and 20 sorcerers already. Yes. Yes. Uh, because they added a rule when we first got introduced to them and had 100 points to spare. Damn. That's wild. Yeah. They catch him by these. And if you assume that they only got five points per sorcerer, then that means they killed 40 people already. That's wild. They probably did quick too. More than so, but like, I mean, the first panel, Panda goes, oh, it smells like a lot of blood here. Maybe about three people, like three people in pieces. 
just out here. And I'm like, ooh, no, so you, you not a nice one at all. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, um, this will be interesting. I mean, honestly, when was the last time we saw Panda win the fight? Like, like legitimately win. Oof, that was a while ago. <laughs> That was, I think that was about a hundred chapters ago. So I'm like, okay, probably more than that. Probably yeah. more. Than that. If I'm going to fight with Michael that happened around chapter forty. Yeah, that's yeah. early. Yeah, that's so that's early. Shibuya, before that was before Shibuya, Shibuya, right? Yeah, early, yeah. Shibuya yeah. starts at around like eighty something. Yeah, or like like late, like right when it ends. Out of us, I don't even think he won inside the movie Zero. Um, I think he also lost that fight because I think it was Panda and Maki got yep, they got beat in front up of Utah. Uh huh. Yeah. They, yep. They got body. That's right. Literally oh, well, body. Sorry, Panda. I so mean, right now Panda's track record is right now zero to three or zero to, to five. Kill pandas in fiction too, so Panda's fine. Oh really? <laughs> is this fast? I don't think it's. I mean, it might. It could be a cultural thing in Japan. I, I've never seen a panda die. I'll be honest. You've seen dogs. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. That's true. Hmm. With pandas, they're more taken care of as a religion aspect. So yeah. maybe, maybe mm-hmm. they will not kill the panda because you know because Japan and everything. So that would be an interesting type of noted if Gejo does that. So that'd be very intriguing. I mean, he also did include gambling and shonen jump, and that's like a, a rule that they're not supposed to break. Yeah. And he, he's like, but I did it. <laughs> but he did it to where it that was is like, true. but it like, like, the way he did it, it looked like it was one of those like, um, what you call it, games? The oh my gosh, it's so a it, he did it. Yeah, it's a pachinko. That's gambling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but if you think about it, they didn't directly gamble. He's yeah. like, did you see story, me do it? That's mode. literally that's literally what he says. Did you see me do it? I don't know. So technically, oh God. our boy Gage literally put Gamble and Cruelty back to back in chapters. Mm-hmm. And things mm-hmm. like that in Japan are not any legal or, you know, frowned upon. I mean, in Shonen Jump, I think one of the rules for being an author is literally, um, like, you can't have gambling, like, in Shonen Jump. But yeah. somehow he did it. <laughs> he was that's like, funny. I, and then had him in and then have it fight a mangaka. So that's that's hilarious. I mean, that makes he, it even funnier now. This it's is like, why, like, I don't know. I love JJK because it's it's like you can see how he's thinking. Yeah. Like also like outside of the story, which is it's I don't know, it's just it's relatable, you know. Like you could like see this is this is a dude writing the story, and it's great. I love that. But no, this panel is nasty, and I can't believe he did this. Uh, <laughs> it's, so, it's so nasty. And Ray, chat also said that Panda is Renji of JJK. No. Okay, first of all, no. that, first that of is hurtful. First of all, you're so sad. I'm sorry, Renji. Renji, every time he does his zanpakuto <laughs> out, he gets that L. Bo will be acting okay. the most the toughest part, dude I have. Who said that? No, no. Who said that? Okay. Wait till Renji versus the superstar. Exactly. No, the villain. The villain. I am the villain in the story. Listen, he ain't wrong. Alvis is absolutely yeah, definitely right. Definitely A-Rod. Definitely A-Rod. Absolutely right. Y'all just... <laughs> superstar. Superstar. Wait till you hear that superstar Tell cheer. Guys, write down. Listen. Just jot you it know, down. Can't be mad at him. Hell, it's it's... Like, just, just jot it down. <laughs> hey, you know, 
We gotta we gotta have one character that's Renji. And it, you're right. In this in this series, it's Panda. Renji is not no, Renji is no. way clear panda. Stop doing my boy like this. I'm no, sorry, no, I'm not. I'm not no same question to Panda. Renji, when we spent when has four he actually arcs. won a fight? We what, we spent four arcs with Renji getting washed. Renji for Renji. superstar! Bro. <laughs> Renji is hard-headed. He needed some time. He got okay? one. That's he like saying, hey, with his yo, own bro, he, he's dropped every pass he got, but he got that one touchdown. Oh, <laughs> Renji okay. was able to get to a level where he was able to defeat opponents capable of taking on multiple captains. Come on. Uh, Don't do is. my boy like this. It's I mean, okay. because for a long time, I'll be honest, because for a long time, chapters, then. Renji and Child were on the same level, but then Renji okay. won a fight. <laughs> All right, cool. Chad is definitely the panda there because Chad is. Well, the panda. I was about to say, okay, panda is the child of the I, I group. Can't fight Chad right. panda I would agree to that too. Then I would agree to that I more. Panda is yeah, a Chad. I can't fight Chad yeah. panda. I can't. That, that's really Chad hard. was supposed to give some shine in literally the place Mexico, Hueco Mundo, and literally Chad got left-handed. Listen, got Chad went to the place where he was supposed to be the, the strongest motherfucker there, and still got washed. Look. The full Just brain brain arc was supposed, no, the full brain yeah. arc was supposed to be that arc for Chad yes. and Orihime. Chad yes. was supposed to go brazy. And then I think Kubo but ended up fighting go. editorial lot. I mean, yeah. it was, it was, but I they did. did the thing that they did to Gohan, you know, with Goku. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. That's like, nah, move. Main character's got to be here instead. <laughs> but he was there for emotional support. Okay. He did let Ichigo know that you can't handle everything by yourself. The rest of us, we ain't weak. We ain't weak. Like, we got a little something, something going on. Ichigo was out the game for 17 months and Chad was holding it down in them streets. Exactly. Yes. Fighting Uri hot all the work. Ichigo Uri Uri did all the work. He said, Uri. <laughs> Uri did all the work. That's okay. Uri did. He did. Hey, yeah, he I'll never forgive Jump for rushing the Kubo at the end there because my boy Udi, you deserved a bit more time in the sun. This is why I say a, the antithesis ability. Ooh. I don't know why people are rushing Bleach the 100 year war arc. I'm like, yo, Kubo's probably working with the with the animators to make that last arc better. That's what I believe. And I, gotta- I mean, I, 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 there's no way that they're not making amends in that last arc. Like, there, there, exactly. there's got to be some amendments. I, I don't know why people are rushing it. 100. We got five months. It's most, most of what, like, most of that arc is great. It's yeah. like, for me, it was only the back end that, like, got yeah. that, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I, I was about to say, like, the last 15 chapters, that's it. Yeah. Of that arc is legit, like, just fire. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then you get to the end, and it's like, man, Literally I got tired fire. of this. <laughs> Which, I, I, was, like I, was, this I was talking about Baz B earlier, but we could talk about oh, that. Oh, Baz B. <laughs> All right, all right. Well, that's enough about uh Chad and Panda. Oh my god. But this I the art as usual, like Gengis, he's got two speeds. I don't want to do it, or I'm gonna overdo it. <laughs> yeah. You can tell what the art Yo, is. That is true. Boiler it takes his time, flesh out, curse energy, uh, house it, explain his shit, gambling this, and then because the art in this was nuts. So Shibuya was looking kind of sketchy. It was looking kind of uh, chicken uh-huh, scratch uh-huh. at times. I was like, oh, but I get it, you know. But this was like, y'all. Gonna- this this chapter was. I was like, you know, this is dope. Yeah, I think so, his team is finally like really hitting their stride with like with his assistance, <laughs> and he's got a good system going. Finally, it's looking it's looking good. Yeah, because so, no, hasn't he been like they they've been sick right lasting right because their health. So I I do if that's the case, and I'm glad that they got more help with this. And what I like about this is that that sketchy style is still here, but it's 
it's yeah. more controlled now because yeah. mm-hmm. it's specifically te- he taps back into that sketchiness for the punch sequence on page 12 and 13 yes. right but it still it then looks clean again right right again like mm-hmm. when panda's laid out so it works it, it works for me it's like it saves them time it's like we don't need that much detail in this sequence. you just need to see somebody getting ass whooped right like, like maki <laughs> barely any writing in that like <laughs> balancing the sequences right uh-huh, the uh-huh. ideal. Yep, exactly. Pacing. And I feel like it's it's impressive when you can pull off pacing like that in this. So oh, I like this chapter. This chapter was good. Uh, but yeah, his sister ugly, you're right. Um, and uh this sorcerer Dog, still is scary. on them, still on them looks. But uh, um <laughs> animal. Don't hate Look me with the transition that I'm about to do because I'm gonna see how y'all feel. So I already hate it. Still- it seems like we're good to wrap up with our JJK conversation. So let's talk about our Chad character of my hero, Shoto, that's finally uh, evolving into the character not that he is. You're Shoto to hey, like that. You, you are not. That's why, I say <laughs> you <laughs> might hate, that's why I say you might hate me for this transition. How do I take you out of your raggedy Don't throw it up here, you I'm, raggedy how dare, <laughs> how dare you? Wow. That's what I said. Yeah, might hate me for this transition. I'm like, hey, it might work, it might not. But I think even I think even Hori was the like, disrespect. look, I know I've been having him in the back. He he even knows Shuttle even knows that. So I think he's about that too. He did say that. <laughs> Shuttle he even knows. two chapters. He said like, yo, he monologues in, in this chapter. He did monologue his own behind. Like yo, I've really been in the back burner. You know my you know classmates have been in the front, but they've been holding me back. But you know what? They're supporting me. I'm here in the forefront with them. I'm like yo, Shuttle. I'm glad that you acknowledged that you I was mean, a side character for all these times. Now you're gonna be. He, was saying, he didn't character. say that they were holding him back. He said they got Sorry, ahead. Yeah. But guess what? They never left me behind. Truly, and I was like, "That's so sweet." I was talking about this on church today. When when you hit provisional license exam and he fails, and they talk about and Mira's like, "We're going to be adding an extra exam for those of you that made it to the second portion and you failed," and then you immediately see Deku and Ida turn to him like with that smile on their face, optimistic because they're like, okay. "Yeah." You're gonna pass then, mm-hmm. and just like man, the way that he was there for Deku when Deku was stressing out about what was mm-hmm. going on during the overhaul arc, and he was like, "Nah, I think it's okay to cry." And he was like, "Nah, man, you, you can you can have him." Yeah. And X gonna give it to you. Shoto looks. And- <laughs> I'm crying. No, literally, but not even that. I felt like Shoto looked like was drawn even differently in this panel. Like he he looked yes, way he more was. sincere. He looked more like like. Like like chippy, I don't know. Like just like just, he looks very much more, I guess. Like I guess alive because he has normally deadpan face, but this yes, innocent. And yeah. and this is a family matter, right? This is something that he like you said he has to do. It's it's like uh, it's what we have to do with my family from what my dad's done. So, but then seeing how he's like, but I believe in myself, and I and I've been working on this ability, and I've mastered it. Like I loved it. I loved it. I love that change of I guess design for him in that moment. Man, I I'll be honest. This this chapter was like everything I wanted for this fight. To be honest with you, like I I, I my preference is I don't like when fights are too long. Sometimes fights in some of these shonen are just way too long, and I was actually worried that this was going to be one that was going to go like multiple chapters. But then I was like, no, nah, Horikoshi, he he's never really overstayed a fight to my to my my to, to my knowledge because I was like. Star Stripe, that fight was actually just as long as it needed to be. Um, when they first fought new half-baked Shigaraki, that fight was about as long as it was supposed <laughs> to be. 
Um, so I'm like, no, this was the right <laughs> length for this fight, which I appreciated. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Ray, one thing I want to say that he also does is that it goes in rounds typically. Mm, mm. So if you're going to have a fight be longer, there's usually another round fight one, or round something two, and then round three. Because yeah. like when you look right. at the fight against Shigaraki, you had like a couple chapters here. Okay, then we cut the way to the villa. One, two, three. Cut back over. One, two, three. Cut back mm-hmm. over. Very and, much like that. And that's how I felt with the end of it. I felt like okay, so I think we're going to the main yes. fight now. I think we're gonna just wrap it up. That's and what. Go on. That's what. <laughs> and maybe come. Back. I was gonna ask you, Spicy, because when I saw your tweet, I was very curious of what you meant. Like, did you like it or not? Because mm. I was conf- not saying confused, but I was yeah. like more intrigued of what you meant because I was like. I actually like this fight, but then I want to actually, like, what did you mean by that? Like, I was pondering are- in my head. I probably should have came to a conclusion first before I tweeted that, but I think what I just said where it was like, well, what what Anaki just said where it's like, like, hard culture does these fights in rounds, so it's like, this fight may not be completely, like, over, but it is over for what needed to be done right now so that we can exactly. go back to what's been brewing in the background with Shigaraki about to F these people up, you know, so let's kind of see. I want to get back to that on. so bad. Like, take me back <laughs> there because they is in danger. <laughs> like, I want to see that like, so bad. This is not okay. Um, but one thing I, I did want to say about this, this felt like it was, this was written like an episode of an anime. Yes. Yeah. Not like a manga chapter. This, was, felt, written, this was written for anime. If you It felt me. like it's a good pacing that, that you got a flashback because I really like the flashback in the beginning because I love how the students, even Kaminari, even joked saying that, hey, I could put my finger here um, and, you know, not get burned or, you know, or not get cold. So it showed that the evolution of Shota, that he's been working on this move since the beginning. And I love the, the, the one panel in page uh, four that he told to Deku himself saying, yes, this is my power. And he said, thank you. Because that gives us a reminder. And, and this will give me goosebumps because... Even Deku told him in the festival fight when he told him, like, yo, yes, that may be your father power. That may be your mom power. But guess what? You have those two powers in your body now. That is your damn power. And I love how it took him a year or two now to finally understand that same lesson that he learned from Deku saying, yo, this is my power. This is my shit I got to deal with. And I just love that very much. I loved how he was like the thing that my father wanted to help with his. I like reversed it, something like that, and made yes, it my like, own. I was like, like that was beautiful. Still like a F you, dad, but you know, you did like feel like, hey, learn. dad, I appreciate you for teaching me this, but guess what? I'm a, I mean, it, it was it was like a, well, it was a okay. backhanded thank you. I was like, yeah, oh, no, well, yeah. hold on, hold on, because what he's talking about is also like my old man thought out ice that could just mm-hmm. you know ice, but you think about it, he's making a fire. Mm-hmm. A fire that stifles out heat. Mm-hmm. So, like, instead of ice, that he's no, I'm gonna do what you couldn't do with what you gave that you literally me. cannot do. Yes, and then <laughs> this is what you made me for. When he says Midoriya, yes, this is my power. Thank you. What he's saying is like this cold flame, that like phosphor fist that he did that's last. Wow, that's what his power truly is uh-huh. at its peak. Exactly. This is what his purpose was always meant to be. This is it without the trauma splitting it in half. This is his power right. completely. Like, Our boy has accepted. Yep, he's accepted himself, and it's like ah, now you can now you can do some real damage. Now this boy is legitimately a threat. Threat. <laughs> I've been saying this for months. Uh, remember the character of Ben Ten that could turn into fire. No, I don't remember. Are you talking about heat blast or are you talking about yeah, big chill or yeah, correct. There's um, like five of y'all that watch Ben Ten, and yeah. two of y'all are here. 
Okay. All right. So heat blast that turns into fire, but then got a cold, and then and then yeah. and then That's became an cold. Alien force, isn't it? When he yeah. gets sick and he makes uh, ice. Yeah. So it literally reminded me that yo, that would be the perfect way for Shoto to understand his own flame. And then it finally happened. I'm like, oh for shit! For him to get a cold. Yeah. So like, it's just dope to actually see it occur from seeing it as a child. So you know, some version of that, and for seeing it for Shoto to finally understand that he could do it in his own way, like that was really dope as hell. It was a roundabout way, but you got there. Yes, yeah. it was. You got there. You got there. Can, can we just say Dobby looked like a freaking, I, I don't, like almost a titan at one point? Like, he looks like, he legitimately like, looks like a Nomu now, if you ask yes, me. I'm yes. like, he looks like, like he, a burnt Nomu. I want this to like, so I hope, and this is just like a little thing for me, when we get to see this animated and voiced, that Dobby's voice changes in this because I hope that he like reburns his vocal cords. Like there's a legitimate change in his voice. Doesn't, oh, Jung ba- does, doesn't Jung Young Bosch voice Dobby? So if that's the case, then we, we ooh, might, ooh, we I might do not get that. Recall. Right? I, I just really that. hope that he there's a there's an actual change in his voice during this fight because that'd be so dope. Also, because uh, they talk I, about I wanna, how he burned him before. Yeah. I want to address the choreography in this fight. <laughs> Because, like, the, the way the action flows, this is probably, like, Horikoshi's action sequencing has genuinely been improving throughout it the series. It gets better and, and better. for some reason, it's easiest to see it when he's progressing with the Todoroki family because of the way he utilizes flame and thrust. Yep. But, like, it fills also, the whole fucking page. <laughs> yeah, bro! Also, but, like, it's not just that, though. Because, like, okay, specifically, <clears throat> let's go over to page six real quick. Well, okay, so, like, you get yep. the icebound crash, cold flame, pale blade. <laughs> You got the slash, and when you go to the next page, it's continuing. And you can see him like drifting off, and then he stabilizes himself with the bit with the fire. So uh, that's where the flames, and then so he does good. a flip, and that's where the trail comes from because he stops the fire because he stabilized himself. And as he lands, and you can see that part of his uh, biceps and stuff have uh, car- like completely carbonized and broken off. Mm-hmm. And he's landing, so you got the impact letting you know like his arms are breaking apart. You can see his tibia or not. No, that's his own uh, owner, uh, radius or owner. And then boom, hands on the ground. Like this sequence, perfect. Found it flows. Food. Like I said, then, it reads like an anime, straight up. It's just so smooth because I think Ray said it when he was on uh, when he was on Shona Ronick a week or two ago that the way Hori draws fire and the way Hori draws the whole car guy between these two brothers fighting with fire is I'm one of the best ones I've seen. Because this panel right here. That's the panel thing. It's right so there. amazing. Ooh. Like, Ooh. like, I don't read Fire Force, so I don't know how they do it in a manga, like how good they show fire being used. But the way Hori does fire with Shoto Endeavor and and Wadabi and everyone else, it just looks so well done. It just looks hey. like it's just whole explosions just coming down from the ground. Like Fun question. How does Dobby keep his hair with all this fire? His daddy, his dad, he got fire hair like his daddy. His hair just there. How he do that? He should be bald. Burned off all his hair. So first off, the, the, he ain't got it hard enough. You want him to be bald too? Right. So About to say like, so like, bro, if you, if you what else do you want him to look like a mummy? I want you to yep commit, boys. Like I'm burning everything up. My eyebrows too. I'm like, boy, I'm you like, want boy, him going no out skin? like AFO with no lining? Come on. Yep. Dang. Take, look, his hair look way too perfect. That's just me being 
that's just gonna be a dub. Don't, but don't, don't pay no attention that's to me. But I'm like, wow. Family jeans, you know. That's <laughs> family the jeans. That's oh, just the family no. jeans, you know. Like, you know. So, I mean, so I'm, good hair too, you know. Good. I'm just saying because Shoto's hair gets a little messed up when he gets hit with the heat, that I was like, well, that's wild. <laughs> Which the other thing that I want to say is that this is the most DBZ looking fight we've gotten in it all. It is. Yeah. Yes. Because like when you look at that build up and like when he's about to build up and release and he's like crouched down, it's like you got the yes. fire and the he's ice. Like, ah. He's basically got like the yeah, like the Super Saiyan aura. And then he charges mm-hmm. off, and then you got I the mean, big blast. Like he is kind of written. All, all of Dobby's attacks look like man, man. Yeah, exactly. I was I was thinking every time he like does draw like a any of the total rogues, it is like that have powers. It is they they all assume more of a DBZ type like situation. So yeah, it makes sense. Man, huh? Um, chat said, "What does it say, guys? Remember how David was in a coma for like two, three years? Do you think that was uh how the doctor done some type of tinkering to his body? Which, well, that was explained. So I your boy got a wig. It's a f- wig. Yeah. Okay. First <laughs> well, off, his wig, Chodo. Did you know two, his three hair is go, real because he really <laughs> paid for it, boo. Oh my god. Ah. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. I'm gonna need to show the Snatch it. He don't need Stop it. Stop it. Uh, but I think but, no. but I do love how the I guess panels <laughs> panel 13, 14, where it's like right where he was like cooled down, just stop right, cool down. Like the very thing that Dobby was never able to do, like you know, yep. regulate. That's what um Shuttle gives him. And I think that was such a sweet moment where it was like. I'm not going mm-hmm. to kill you. I'm just going to give you give the thing that that you needed that no one around you could give you. You know, like like that that thing. And then it's just like seeing them both as kids, like seeing you know, with just yeah. like crying. I was like, oh my god! Like they never got so, to interact with each other. So like what, seeing that was like. What I'm wondering if this is going to be like one of those moments where he got that sense of like. Oh wow, somebody cared about me for a split second, but then he goes into I can't have that life because I've gone too far. And then he like he, 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 Thanos dust. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, one of the things that I do want you guys to like look at is that when you look at that last page, if you look closely, you can see that where he was missing flesh, there is now ice. Yeah. So yeah. he's got like that like ice just straight up built into his body right now. And I'm mm-hmm. kind of curious to see if the regenerative tissue that the doctor gave him was like doing something kind of funny and that's part of what's been keeping him alive not just being a hater uh-huh. and it, it, it'll like end up infusing with ice in some way and that'll be what allows it, like if he's gonna live then that would right. be like a, a, a way to do it if you wanted to do that absolutely but he is yeah. not missing his leg i know that some people were talking about that his leg is there he just had his knee bent as shoto went in do you guys think the heat comes back next chapter. Like round two, you're saying like round two. Do Dobby, is Dobby still... do you think Dobby is gonna bring any heat, or do you think we're just gonna transition? Do you think this fight's just done? So this one is harder to tell than most, uh, because we've seen Dobby that like this is the most like unhinged like we've seen Dobby, but we've also seen him even like just normally not want to give up, like when you know, it's, the going gets tough. And so I don't know, but I mean, Shoto does hit him with everything. Like, and I, I just go based on the background where I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, 
there's a chance he's just he, he showed up was like no you 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 gonna sit down for a while <laughs> so I'm like <laughs> I'm thinking that it's over uh I'd be real surprised uh like real surprised if he was like hold up wait a minute round two um I'd be I'd be surprised but I, uh, I think Dobby needs to have a a recollection moment where he needs mm-hmm. to process what just happened and what that mm-hmm. means and I think that's gonna take a little bit for him to kind of like I mean it. and it's like it, I guess he should be wanting to I, I hope he questions like why didn't you want to kill me after everything I've done like what 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 is wrong with you <laughs> essentially like I should you should have been here to take me out uh not try my, to save me so one of my things is that I kind of want like if Dobby's gonna die I want his death kind of to be the final nail in the coffin of Shoto's relationship with Enji where mm. it's like because he doesn't get the attention of Endeavor here, I feel like Endeavor doesn't deserve to have his family fixed. Mm. And that's kind of my stance on it. Like, that's the story's karma for Endeavor. It's not like just a, well, you get a happy ending. Because if Dobby, who is the victim of him, does not get a happy ending, why on earth? To, to a certain degree, it makes me wonder if we should even, like, would it be fair to even expect Endeavor to really get a happy ending? Like I don't think he everything, does. Yeah, almost everything about his story and the way he talks seems to suggest that he does not expect a happy ending for himself and that Hori does, does not expect a true But how do we say him. that Endeavor himself don't get a happy ending, but how about the family, like his mom, his sisters, and brother, like they might get happy I mean, ending. how do they get a happy ending losing their family? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's one of those things where there's no, like, by definition for, like, what people expect to be happy happens. It's just like they survive. And I, and I think that's what they've all been gearing up for, where it's like, you know, we got to prepare for the worst to happen because I think like like mom and dad both never made some really damaging mistakes. So they all come together as family because they're like, this is our family. We have to at least try. And I think mm. by them trying and then whatever Corey was to do with, with Dobby, is just going to be that nail in the coffin of that trauma that they've all experienced and to where they can kind of start that healing process because you know endeavors trying now but the rest of his family hasn't yet so and i think bringing the mom in was really an important moment for that family which i loved yeah, so we'll yeah. we'll kind of see after this where they all come to play because i think they i feel like they might they might come in but i don't know because why else have that moment but we'll see because we're not right now we got shiggy going on so <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens with that but i do think it's going to be just a a, a starting of a healing process for this family if they do have a loss which i think which a second loss out of that because they've already lost him twice mm-hmm. at this point and know? well because um, for me toya's dead to- toya dead oh yeah he, he, he's, he's dead. dead this is basically just a a, a living a ptsd episode like so yeah. this is this would have to be them trying to like Trump. this would have to be them trying to accept dobby as a, a piece of their family uh, to replace Toya, which I I personally don't I don't see it happening as much as they want it to happen. I, I can't see I don't because so as much as like the the rage was keeping him alive thing seems kind of like a trope. I worked in a nursing home for six years. I'm gonna be honest with you. I saw a lot of sweet people die quickly, mm. and I saw a lot of bitter ass old motherfuckers live. <laughs> like <laughs> I mean you're not wrong at all like that's and that's that's the sad part you know so and, and my question is kind of like will Dobby 
like what is going to be his drive to keep living in this fractured <laughs> state? I, and, and that's what I, when I made the comment earlier, of like, oh, he has that moment of like, oh, somebody cares for me. And that's when his body gives out, you know, yeah. it's yeah. like the, the rage is what literally yeah. is keep what literally kept him alive. And now that there was a brief moment where I was like, ah, uh, man, my brother did care about me, even though I hated him. Oops. Well, that was all I had. Keep me going. I'm dead now. <laughs> you know? I, so uh, I I'm, I'm with you now. I, I am for real. I do want to add. Uh, remember when you said that in page seven, Abu Dhabi looks more like a nomader, right? He also remind me of the walking titan that was crawling um all the way straight down. Um, I think that was um uh, the queen's yeah yeah the queen's yeah. dad yeah like boy was just walking like this one reminded me of the a boy. I was like damn. You ugly motherfucker. That, I mean, uh, for me, he, he kind of look. He kind of look like a weird uh, mix of the colossal and armor titan here. That's what I said. Yeah, I thought too. I was yeah. like, it looks like a like a burnt up titan. Like, <laughs> could you know imagine what? if there was a titan like this? That would have been so dope. Bro, <laughs> dude, uh, uh, no, a fire. I'm like not oh, like, yeah. no, right? That would have been dope. I don't live there. I don't care. They're dying for my entertainment. Okay, I want everyone will be like. Hey, you know what? Instead of stomping in our delight, let's just throw a titan like a fucking atomic bomb. You literally have the colossal great. titan that throws atomic bomb, but instead of you burning shit and a bomb itself. That'd be dope. I'm not going to lie. That would have like been dope. It's not my problem to deal with, so for me, that's dope. <laughs> yeah. See, what's funny is, is that you reminded me that somebody was like, do you think any characters in NMHA could deal with the rumbling? And I was like, maybe a healthy All Might? Uh, I would, I would say Prime maybe? All Might, maybe. Like, yeah, like, maybe like, Prime. Like a, or maybe, or maybe Prime Deku. Whenever he gets to his Prime Peak version, I don't know if that would ever happen. I'm gonna be real like, with you. Part of my know. thing is, is that like some of these people, I'm like, well, I guess technically, like they could just carbonize the shit out of it and be done. Because now that I'm like thinking about how wild and like how powerful the flames from Dobby really are, I'm like, well, mm-hmm. I guess technically he could just cook the things alive and it wouldn't be an issue but it's too many it's too many but well, yeah that's too what i was many like in a rumbling it's too that, many that's how i was like if we're gonna do a rumbling it wouldn't be fair to just make one person Ooh, i mean definitely shiggy. shiggy uh yeah, star and shiggy. stripe could probably do okay. some big damage to a lot of them he could uh, star so. and stripe could knock out like i guess Aaron. no 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 i guess before Aaron turns into go Aaron. well i, I guess the way i look at it with star and stripe is she does that uh air thing and that's just starts true. picking up the titans and just starts throwing them through waves. That's of titans. true. That'll be a long fight. <laughs> I think she could do it though. Because the like, world, at that point, you the just world. go bowling for titans with titans. Like, I don't know. I and they're her. only, but they're only in Japan. I miss her so, so much. I know I do. Yo, I love, I'm so way, glad she I got that character. I don't know why people cover. hate her design in the manga covers too. Because okay, it's very much like Top Gun, like very much American comic design. I felt like when I looked at it. That's what the issue is. Is that a lot of people are focused on oh it doesn't look like sexy anime girl that i want thank you that that's what they're focused on instead of being like oh this is an artistic choice to make her look like the 1940s pinup calendar type star and stripe will forever be one of my favorites you can't do it like literally like like wonder woman back in the day i love a grown woman adult we don't have anytime i get the opportunity to talk about star and stripe i would do it Ray, we're going to have to... I would love to cosplay as her, though. I feel like that would be really, really, like, 
fun don't cosplay do that to we me. do. Oh Thank my you God. To approach his wife with a request. The I, I, the one who have come to bargain. Um, <laughs> like I have come to ask something. Here's your clothes. I'm crying. Just uh, goodness gracious! But no, um, I guess I want to talk a little bit more about that final attack. Because <laughs> oh, there's one thing about Shoto. There's one thing about Shoto Todoroki that uh, none of his classmates have. This boy does not hold back. <laughs> No, like even Bakugo to a certain extent holds. No, Bakugo boy, don't hold back. You don't even have to say to a certain extent because if you look back at final exams, when Kaminari and Mina got excited because they were fighting robots, they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna fight robots. We don't have to worry about killing." Bakugo was like, "Bitch ass nigga, I look at people every day without fear of killing them. Why? Because I control my power. It doesn't matter when I explode you all. I'm not legally explode you. Now what?" But it shows how smart you are about quirk because you know you could kill somebody with your quirk. It shows that you can actually murder somebody with your quirk of explosion or flames. So he's like, oh, this is a robot? Oh, I could go literally flame on. I I can literally go 100%. That's something that a lot of people can't say. And I love when Shota was explaining his power having a moment, but... (laughs) Fucker was like, I can still beat your ass though, nigga. Don't get it, man. He did like, say that in the background. I can still he's, like, beat your ass. he's like, don't think you still can't. He's like, don't think you can beat me. Just, no, what's funny? Know. He said at the end, he said in the flash pit because our boy Shota said, still, it's hard to maintain it very long. He said, I will last longer better than you, whip. He literally just so literally tried to one up him still. He's like, ah, I can still outlast longer. I'm like, although I'm gonna I'm gonna be frank with you, with Shoto at this stage, probably could be Bakugo. I, so, I I think he could. That's part of Ooh, why. That's I, hard I, to I, say. That's hard yeah. to say. See, this is know. why I'm really excited for whatever Bakugo has coming with this fight with Shigaraki. Same. Because one, I do like the fact that if you remember one of the things that Bakugo's like, man, why do we always get paired up? But one of the things <laughs> that Bakugo emphasized before uh, we got to this part, before we got to the Troy stuff, and was that you know being in drip mode lowers his you know activity time like you know he burns out faster yeah so him saying to shoto i still last longer than you more than likely they sparred or trained or practiced uh-huh. using mm-hmm. their power absolutely yeah so i wanted to kind of like let people so like if you think about bakugo in this situation they put him in the best situation for what he can do all the people that he's with are high maneuverability yeah mm-hmm. so he can do what he needs to do without being worried about hurting anybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they pair, and I love how Hori pairs him with um, Miracle. Like the two like hot headed mm-hmm. characters. I was like, they gonna yeah. they gonna keep trying to one up each other. That's and what did he it, wants. And didn't in one of the um like spinoff stories, he actually goes to he's like trained underneath Miracle. Miracle. Um, it was I think it was oh, it was, was a it was a team up mission thing. Team up, yeah, team mm-hmm. mission. They, yep. Yeah. Yep. So I love that little like kind of like you know thing that her Christie were like. Remember, remember this happened. Man. I can't wait. By the way, I just I know we talked about it earlier, but I really, I really, really, really want to get back to that fight so bad. Like I, I want multiple chapters of that fight. Like so. Ugh. My personal what we were talking about of the church is I want Bakugo being the last man standing. Because mm-hmm. I want him to get some time one v one against Shiggy. Oh, where... he got a he got a debt to repay him. Yes. Oh, yeah, where... round two for that. Or round yeah. three like, now. Where he's not holding back because even when you think back to like the war arc, he used the lower powered uh, AP machine gun. 
And then in addition to that, after that point, the only other attack Bakugo uses is literally the one where Shigaraki was like, yeah, I'm gonna go in. It's gonna be slick. Uh, I got, I dripped out. Uh, watch out, move out the way, Gurren Torino. Uh, I don't talk to old people. No old dudes in the club. And he was gonna Natural. go pull up on Deku. And then Bakugo all the way up there was like, and now that I'm like way up in the air, let me just real quick bounce you into the ground with a gauntlet blast. Mm. That's the last. And like Shigaraki, like you can see him in the smoke. He's looking like, wait, what happened? And then that's what and leads to him getting hit with that vanishing fist by Endeavor. Exactly. And that's how you get that sequence and where he's like talking to him and stuff. So it's and like, that's what gets me excited for this fight that you're bringing up that if like, our boy Bago could get that one-on-one, that we see him again, don't hold back because they're in the air and with people that could move away and knowing uh, knowing of our Bago fight. And anyway, most likely he told them ahead of time, said, yo, once I get the chance to go one-on-one with him, I'm going to go full on. So just be careful with, with my grenades, with my flame and everything. So that's why I'm excited for Bakugo and also for his shit talking as well. And for him to uh, say out loud, saying, yo, I'm done on my explosion gun murderer. I can't wait for him to say, announce that himself, saying that. I really I'm hope he doesn't get a chance to finish that sentence. That is not, you know, that's one so, thing that I'm like, Bakugo, you, you are great. And except for that one piece. You my my other thing about this just, though is, think about this. When those explosions come out, they're going to be the size of smashes. Yep. So he's basically just going to be blasting away limbs of Shigaraki every time he tries to get close. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, so what What I'm hoping is that he's like, listen, they brought me here to take you out with or without Deku. And so I'm going to try and kill you this entire time. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like, did you notice Bakugo got a new support item? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He had yeah, that thing that. on his back. Yep. He got a kid. Bakugo doesn't get... Bakugo doesn't randomly get things in his costume. Like, even the knee pads in his costume are specifically so that My when he's fighting a, you, a he can just knee you in the face. The shoulder cannon. Can't wait. Like, like, with the explosion. That's what those pads are for. To destroy mm-hmm. people with his knees. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God. Oh, shit, you right. That was on his back? Oh, shit, you're right. Stand there right now. It's definitely a murder weapon. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Because you see, like, a gauntlet broke, and he was just like, all right, well, we still got to beat his ass before Deku gets here. hmm Like, he wasn't like, oh, no, one of the things that lets me fire off him. No. Still got a thing <laughs> on my back. I mean, and that's what I do love about him. It's like, everything that he has is to enhance what he already does. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of it's like, none of it's like he, ha- like, he can only do it because he has. No, no, no. All this stuff enhances what he already does. So... Also, um, the fact that canonically Bakugo designed part of his weapon, mm-hmm, so like mm-hmm. they kind of like part like the idea for like the gauntlets to store up his sweat, like those ideas behind like what led to the engineering of them come from him. So it's like even if he's not one hundred percent tech savvy, these upgrades are clearly coming from his brain. Mm-hmm. I mean, because he who knows him the best, him himself, you know? yeah. That's what makes him like, that's what kind of makes him my favorite of the three of them when it comes to like looking at how they use their quirks. He's the one who does like the most original, like out of him, Shoto and Deku. Like he's the one who's like the you most know creative. Why? He's because he's most- also the most privileged. Got him. No, he's not. What? Only, only, all, his only downfall is, is himself. 
literally. He comes from a wonderful household. He wouldn't. Listen, his, his a mama, beautiful no, mother. She his mother is a terrible person. <laughs> no, his mother is incredible. His mom pushes him. Like that. Anyway. No, um, his evil twin, evil twin. That's his, that's her clone. They just came first. He has his, his personality because of his mother. He comes from a wonderful household. His mom. Everybody left me grown like, up. They're <laughs> still together. They're not divorced or separated. His mom They're was all. like, oh, look, you got kidnapped by villains. Let me make sure I blame you for that. Not like I mean, they're it was, a giant fault, but you know. Uh, so <laughs> like, you know. any parent who's like, "It's your fault, terrorists kidnapped you." Bad parentless. Fault. No, I mean, bad parentless. I'm not gonna say bad. It was you know, still definitely his fault. But uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> you know, everybody loved him. He had everything that he had everything he needed in the space to grow and be is, is what he is now. I mean, Shoto literally came from the most abusive trauma, like full family period. Deku uh, was uh, an like, out. He was an outcast. <laughs> Which one is named the boy born with everything? Uh, well, when we say the boy born with everything, we're talking about power-wise. He's, he's got the best power, period. <laughs> oh, the boy born with everything is literally show, um, literally our boy Bakugo. He's literally gets jealous by Deku. Just because he's that behind him all the no, time. Like, I think, little, I think the, the jealousy of Deku really literally boiled down to the connection of All Might, if you ask me. I think that's literally what it was. That's all it boiled that down to. True. He was so jealous that he was like, you're working with the person that I love the most, and you can't even have no powers. Because what did that? Bakugo's thing is that when you look at it, even if Endeavor is abusive, you that is Shoto still having access to training and the best equipment. I mean, he education. was training with the number two. Period. Yes. Yeah. So like, 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 and think about that. Shoto got into UA off recommendations because he's just from some. Rich no recommendation. Academy. He was like, "Y'all gonna take my son?" And they were like, "Okay." Exactly. But like, like you talk about all the damn time, honestly. <laughs> but like I was like just because like when we're talking about like opera, so it's like Bakugo's stance on it, like the way when he, from Bakugo's angle and the way you look at it, Deku has the All Might connection. You can mm-hmm. argue that that would have pulled some weight and got Deku in the UA anyway. Problem. Shoto, we already talked about this recommendation. How did Bakugo get in the UA? I mean, because he was already familiar with his quirk when he was a child yeah, and just skills. that kept going. Yeah, his skill. Okay. So, like, what you, that's why when you talk about, like... What, I, what I'm saying is, though, like, I say, he, like, had, mm. he had nothing to stop him from being successful. He had no barriers to overcome other than himself, literally. I that's what I'm that, saying. See, like, I, I can see that, but I also will say that ultimately... Shoto's barrier to overcome whether his dad, like whether he ended up talking to his dad or not, Shoto's journey is primarily centered on him overcoming himself. Exactly, but which is why NG's are is culminating with him being less. What I'm going to say about that with Shoto is that there's still a chance he never got over that trauma, and the only reason why he got over it is because he met Midoriya. Yeah, and. I, I agree with you, said Aniki, because why else would Shoto's like, remind, reminded me of, of Momo, right? Like, she also mm-hmm. got in on recommendation and being like the top girl. And then in a the moment when they were fighting Aizawa, she was struggling and Shoto was there to encourage her because, like, like mm-hmm. that reliability, you know, in that sense. But he still had trauma. Momo didn't really have trauma. She's rich, you know, she just can make things. She just smart. You no know, self esteem issues. If you're done with that ability, you're not making nothing. Momo's trauma <laughs> is finding out that knowing shit isn't everything. Yeah. Yes. Like you have to be able and, to and do that's the why things that you know. When it comes yeah. to like the privilege talk, really my point is that Bakugo and Shoto, in my opinion, are equally privileged. 
Shoto has like the financial, social, all those connections needed to get into Hero Society. No, I still I still feel like it was just the way that he was brought up. He was like, very I, he was very cloistered. So like you know he didn't he really didn't he didn't get to hang out with nobody from what it looks like. Um, oh, he's under socialized. That's so like, I'm like, like he's deprived of a childhood. And it's so and that, that's why I say that the privilege is different. Um, it just doesn't like take away the other ones though. Like having I mean all yeah he still has those other that, ones, but like, I mean like he it definitely it, what I'm saying is it really it only benefited him in terms of outward looking in um but <laughs> like if you had to trade spots i think anybody would have took what bakugo had any day um over what they had well i would say bakugo's probably middle class Pro- so I mean, probably so, sure. yeah, so sure. that's not as big of a drop because isn't is his mom a designer? No, 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 no. both his mom and dad work for a fashion company. We don't okay, know. I thought, I thought so. I thought they so. make money. They fine. They own you a see, house. You in see, Japan, his, you so. see his, you see his daddy. That man is literally he is definition of working. That's a working dad. <laughs> man, his dad sucks too. Oh, I mean, I, I, okay, his dad is like Midoriya. I think you have to understand. I don't like Bakugo's parents because. Mitsuki needs to recognize that her own hot-headedness plays into why Bakugo interacts with the world the way he does. Yep. I don't like parents who don't acknowledge that when their kids are the same as them. I hate that. Also, I mean, it's literally who they are. Yep. Mm-hmm. The, the, the whole, I, I can't get behind any parent that's like a bad thing happened to my child. I'm going to blame them for it. Like, that's why it was still his fault. And <laughs> with, with, with his dad, my issue with his dad is that, uh. dog, your, your household needs you, bro step up do more actually like influence well, your he, household get them to he's, he's he scared of his wife own, he no. does in his own way you know because he, he knows he i don't know i think it's okay for him to be scared i think of his that's wife. sweet i think the, the guys <laughs> is a really sweetheart and i think that, like i said like kind of like he reminds me of daku in some ways and i, I think mean, that's I think, why i think there's enough balance in that household well yes you see we've seen Bakugo be high-headed but we've also seen him be very sincere yeah you know I view them as like the perfect example of parents with good intentions that just ultimately just flub a bunch they're of just good aren't actions. Good. They're just the best different people who see, not you, you mean well. You love your kid. Yeah. You just you just don't not know. good at this. Because when Bakugo like, came back, yeah. when Bakugo came back from getting Deku, and like the mom just like slapped him, and he was like, "Why? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, like, I'm going to war, and you're up here slapping me." But in her face, she was like, "I don't know what to do. I don't like. I don't know how to hug you because I don't want like, to, you know." Like, yeah, it's damn it, you like causing me stress. It's like you randomly hit him, and then you get mad at him for being mad at you for randomly hitting him. Like, why'd you, you make just, me hit you? Like, because like, and that's the one of the things that I always stuck out to me, like in the provisional license, like when we had that scene where they're literally just sitting there and she just hits him out of nowhere. And he's but like, her face is like confusion and concern. And she's like, I don't know how to be consoling in this moment. So this I'm is like, how my parents always do. And he's like, why? Uh huh. Like, why? You don't know. Dana, sometimes you show love by being a bit hard on your kids or you smack them around right in front of the retail store. So sometimes you got to let your kid know how much you love them. <laughs> Why are these well, kids getting their ass beat? Go, you have to get a switch. I mean, you know, it's, it's you know, and that's why often. Her, and that's why when those kids came in, Buck was like, why, why are we beating these kids' ass? Like, that's how I was raised. <laughs> That's why I'm true. like. That's also why I'm like. Nobody can say that Bakugo's background was actually good because of lines like that. I mean, like, wait, what? In, in comparison <laughs> to others. <laughs> Like, you know, like, he, uh, like literally, just he had a better lifestyle. Like, that's no, like, just be like, they're like, How are we gonna teach these kids? Well, I know one way, 
everything. And that's why Sheldon was like, bro, what? Uh, and, and, and so I think I mean, to a certain degree, like that brought up that brought back his trauma. Yeah, flashback. <laughs> that's why I say like none of the big three actually have good parents. Like no. none of their parents, like no. all of their parents might have met well or intended well. Like even when you find out like Endeavor, I just wanted to make up for Toya. I had to make sure that I made Shoto a good hero because I killed my other son. Blah 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 blah. None of these situations are perfect. Intentions are the worst. Right? Like when execution horrible. Like how do you how like you know in hero societies like what like that's a lot you know even though they have abilities themselves like these kids are actually wanting to be heroes so it's like what do you do? But I I just I I like the story because it shows real real situations like in this story but just with like abilities so and relatability whether it's trauma or not and the way they're dealing with them is like the best that they can and that they're trying and willing to want to change so I think that's what I love about this series I mean I love this I love this story because it it is it really does like show a bunch of it like it built a bunch of characters that in some ways even with all these weird crazy powers and the situation they're in are they still have spots that make them really relatable Um, which I was like this is this is dope that's why I love this story the the legislative aspect of it is actually something that I like yeah what hero safety commission oh cool you mm-hmm. run a whole exam cycle you built up because it's like you factored this in you incorporated it into your society you made sure to streamline it how you could biggest issue that i would say with it is that they also make it a point to capitalize on the fact that once you hit 18 19 20 21 22 you start recognizing more and more like uh, i don't know if i want to sign up for that kind of stuff mm. so mm. you know the hero courses are high schools but that's also partially just because Shonen Jump likes for things to be high school. I mean, it's it's because that's the market. That yeah. that is that is literally who they this that that is truly at the end of the day who their marketing needs to. Because because one of the things that I've mentioned, and I think I just talked about it like to some friends once, is like how some series are kind of college coded, where mm. everything about the series makes way like if you just ignore what they say the age of the kids are, you just bump them up like three years, like their character mm. designs look anyway. Mm-hmm. It's like, boom. All right, like Food Wars. Yes. They live in a dorm. Like, within the first, like, couple weeks, it's like, we go to a dorm, have a frat party, drink a bunch, and have fun. It's like, this is blatantly, like, a college experience type thing. Yeah, these are, like, 18-year-olds. Yeah. it's Mm -hmm. This is purposely being sanitized to be, like, and that these interactions are being sanitized so that this counts as a high school interaction. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you can tell that this story would have made more sense or function as a college story, and it's just aged down. Mm-hmm. And yeah. even characters I'm, like Momo are aged down characters. Like Momo was originally going to be a pro hero. She should, so, I, they should have kept it that way if you had me. But you know, it's fine. She would have been a conversation there. I mean, it, I I think mm, suspension okay, so of disbelief I've, I've with a pro that. Momo is harder to achieve, and that's how she ended up getting. I know. Uh, I just feel like Ochako could have felt filled that role so much better and still been what she is at the same time. But you mean like that's me. getting more time as a leader? Yes. Yes. That 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 for me would I I would have preferred that, but that's just you know me as a reader, hindsight's 2020, whatever. Uh, but I, I love Momo. Don't get me wrong. I do. Yeah. Uh, and her story doesn't bother me. I, I actually appreciate her story. Um, but I'm just saying that Ochako with more time could have still been Ochako, but have had more time and it would have been great. <laughs> like it would have it wouldn't have took nothing away from her character. So uh who knows? But this chapter was good. I, you know, all I said all that to say, chapter good, good job, Horikoshi. You did good. Agreed. Again, 
My yeah, last man. thoughts for that as well is that this chapter was flame, pun intended. Our boy went um over nine thousand. He literally went and get the got punch. Um, it's not like it's not like our boy Panda. He got got punched, but he got a little, <laughs> girl, you know, a little toy alley. You know, our boy he got ripped in half. But our uh, our boy Toya, he's still standing or on his knee. Who knows? We'll find out next chapter what exactly happens if he lost his skin. Or like a um, Hori could switch in transition um, into something else. Not like Gadget going from a different transition because he said, "Fuck yeah, yeah, thought too much." But, yeah, take um, me to take me to where Mirio is, Horikoshi. Yes. Yes. Where is my son? Where Mirio is, is one of my all-time favorite boy? characters. I I don't want to. I don't know if I want us going back to him because I don't feel like. Look, I'm very. Worried I just want to see him helping suffering because we have a fandom where people say things like Mirio should have gotten the most role. I don't give a damn about them. And I'm like, shut they up. They shut don't up deserve before you get my character <laughs> killed. <laughs> Shut up before Hori makes it a point to explain to you why he doesn't nice. have it. <laughs> uh, I just, I just want to see him doing his job, helping people. That's what I want to see. Yeah. I want to see him succeeding in these streets. He's yes. probably Aerie somewhere. I, I would like to see Spinner training, too. You know, I would like to see Spinner. Aerie and Mirio training somewhere because Aerie's been learning her power. I would, so I, I would like to see what's that. what's like what's happening with the with Spinner for real though. No, um, Spinner is definitely being kept as an ace and hole because he was shown. Yeah. But his location uh-huh. was, and he wasn't at the main spot. Right. Yeah. So I, I would truly like, like to see that. Exactly what Anakin said. Like that's something that was shown, but like these mangakas don't like to waste panels for a certain reason. So if the show spinner, that means he's playing a key role for what could be happening next. So, like, like I was brought up. I don't know what I you was... mean, bro. I saw Chainsaw Man. I ain't seen him since. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Chainsaw? Because we still haven't heard from him in two years. So where? So where you at, my boy? Hey, Fujimoto dropped two excellent drops. Well, no, one one shot, and that one, one, one shot, shot was amazing. Goodbye, Wild. Airy, phenomenal. I still haven't read that one. I plan to. I still haven't read that yeah, one. Yeah, I, I said the finish. I've been the, That dude is a storyteller. Ridiculous. But uh, no, story. I'm, but, I'm just. I'm really curious to see where he is. That'll be fun. But Aniki, spicy. What are your last thoughts about this chapter? Man, final thoughts on the chapter. This is probably. I'm. I'm hoping for a little extra, of course, just to round out the narrative points of this before we transition mm-hmm. or to transition and come back. Definitely one of Hori's best chapters as far as action goes and like the choreography. Insane amount of art where it's very clear that, like I was joking about this, but in general, I'm pretty sure the delay for this chapter wasn't a break, but just we need to finish this stuff and then mm-hmm. can work ahead on the next one. Uh, just... Horikoshi really bringing out his best in like kind of like the most classic shonen style, even with like the Super Saiyan transformation references and how Shoto's drawn in some of these and with the scale of the attacks. So I'm just kind of looking forward to what we got next, especially wherever we go, whether it's Toga, whether it's Bakugo, whether it's AFO and NG, because that would yeah. also be a good way to go. God damn, yeah, that, that would be good. I, I do hope but, we go back to Toga because that's uh, that is a fight. I got gotta see Toga's. Potential. I gotta see Toga's sad circus. Yeah. Mm. Oh. She <laughs> had. She had hella nomu with her. She had like five nomu with her. She was rolling deep. Like she. She was ready for whoever come pull up. I mean, she, she had her own plan. She knew what she was doing. Yes, yeah, she definitely knows what she's doing. So that's a good point with that. Sad yeah. circus. Oh my god, that's a good name. I would like it if her actually used that name. I was like, hey, Hori is listening to Ray on stream. Hori, don't be listening to me. I have terrible ideas. Like. Terrible. That's a lie. That you is doing, a lie. You keep doing what you're doing, bro. Right. 
but especially what are your last thoughts of what would you like to see Not everything, everything that nikki said like i think if we got we get a little something something to wrap all this up with what we need to do with the uh Todoroki family and start getting into like the action right now you know because like the series is ending soon so uh, there's a lot of pen needles and a lot of things and we're all gonna get to them so i'm excited to see what we get to next awesome so this was a wrap up for the shonen race what did you think oh you ain't saying what you think sucker i did i thought i did my fault um i enjoyed this chapter a lot yeah i did say because because remember the jokes okay flame on it was dope to see our boy over nine thousand and just to see What's going on with his- I was hoping you were going to give it an actual thing. I thought she was going to say some real stuff this time. Oh, okay, never mind. Okay. Next. Nice. Bash, come on now. <laughs> hey, I got to throw my jokes. I got I tried. I tried. <laughs> oh, okay. Since we since we trolled, though, I do want to say Undead Unluck was great because I missed that part. Well, no. Well, oh, yeah. We were we were going to get the chapter of the week. So I appreciate Alice for bringing that. Yes, we were going to do the chapter of the week like always. But on a serious note, I am really happy to see the point of Shoto to see where he has gone. He was one of my favorite cha- uh, one of my favorite characters from the beginning. Fire and ice type of power has always been one of my favorites. So to actually see him evolve and using some fire and ice type of elements and use some science stuff in there, using your fire and not have it burn, but actually be warm and actually use it to cancel your own brother's type of hellfire, just like their father. So I love how each of the character has the own type of quirk, like their father, some type of big special move but used in their own type of special way. So that's very beautiful. And I love how Shoto acknowledged of how he was in the back burner. He was the one out of his classmates, not moving forward, but he was slowly studying there and he finally got there where his classmates said, yo, come with us, come join us. And you finally got there with your classmates. So that's a beautiful thing. And our boy, and plus our boy Ida, he must have been burning hot in that suit of armor because damn, you was literally nearby there. You must be squinting bullets. He knocked the, the mother heroes out. The mother heroes <laughs> blazing was like, damn. <laughs> they, they was like, hey, yo, they were like, this is hot. <laughs> like, you got this. I'm burning over here too. So she, you got this. So overall, this chapter was flames, pun intended. Like I said, I'm glad to see Shoto up there with his classmates and up in the same boat. So that was great to see. But this was the um overall great weekly shown and jump of chapters. So like Alvis brought up, chapter of the week, Aniki, like you said, you want to quickly talk about Undead, because that's my chapter of the week, too, but I'm going to let you oh, go first. I'm going to be honest. My chapter of the week is still MHA, but I did want to talk about Undead, because it was still... Because like, here's the thing. I'm a huge Victor fan, Ooh, so same, same, same. finally getting Victor back in the story and that coming into play and us getting the explanation on the, the brain court is one of the things that somebody pointed out was that if you go back to like the first chapter, he talked about like, oh, I usually keep only about a hundred years of memories active, blah, blah, blah. And now we see him kind of going all out. Oh, One Piece, eh, it was interesting. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I didn't have much to say um, during the One Piece. I felt short talking about it, which I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it felt like, I kind of wanted more of the flashback. It felt too short given, too felt too fast paced. I felt like we usually Oda gives much longer flashbacks. That's why I felt like it was a bit weird. Like, wait, Oda, you should give us more. So right. I was a bit underwhelmed from that. Like, okay, you gave us this, 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 but you kind of skip more. Like, you just gave information, but you didn't really show it. So that's weird of you, of you know, from Oda himself. 
He's known for flashbacks. He literally likes to stay there sometimes. We got an eight chapter flashback for Odin, basically. Yeah. So, like, I, I like the info we got on Kaido. I just want Kaido to have more story next chapter. Same. Ultimately, what it comes down to, I need a bit more out for Kaido. And then I was talking to one of my buddies, and we were kind of discussing, like, uh, what it, did the one? Do you think the One Piece opening spoiled it? Like, maybe Onigashima's gonna come alive. In which case, if we did have that happen, Big Mom mentioned that Kaido owes her a life debt. Onigashima is currently sealing the hole. If she oh. cashes in on that life debt and turns Onigashima saying, yeah. into a homie, maybe we got something there. I see what you're saying, uh, yeah. Man, you was just speaking a whole different language to me. I ain't understand shit you just said. Hey, I know. Uh, I'm sorry, bro. That's why. Don't apologize. I, I ain't understand shit you just said. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Ayashiman, fun. I'm glad we got an explanation. We'll see what happens. Agreed. Uh, and yeah, JJK had a lot of fun with that. We talked about that, though. So cool. And Kaiju number eight, I'm glad Iharu's getting that moment. Yes. Uh, that moment between Reno, Iharu, important. Gonna just want that to build up later. And I wanna see his potential start getting tapped into more as he finds ways to level up too. So yeah, that, there we go. But chapter of the week was still actually MHA. Yozakura was pretty close though. Yozakura was insane this week too. I didn't get to read that yet, so it's not up there, but I saw the first two pages and I was like, fuck, I'll read this after stream. I was trying to read it during some conversation, but I'm like, damn, nope, can't do it. You know who's definitely not getting it? Doran Doran. Oh, do you think it's going to get axed? It, I'd be surprised if it doesn't, just because it's it's another Exorcist series, but it isn't doing anything yeah, unique or great. I don't, mm, unfortunate, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Cool. Like it's just vibing. <laughs> um, I'm a I'm gonna put out a a shout for vigilantes. Uh, the last chapter was, uh, yeah, bro. Yeah. Uh, by the way, start catching up. It's about it's finna end, y'all. Yep. Yeah. Next chapter is the last uh, chapter. It's, it's finna end. So get get, I, get, catch, get caught up, please. I want to have you reserved in two weeks because Ray and Sam will be talking about vigilantes. So I would like to have you reserved for that episode. So Which I'm gonna day? let you. On the 29th, the 29th, I think that is, I think mm. that is that Sunday 29th, right? I think that's, that's I think so. Yes, okay, it, it, yeah, it, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, I just yeah. want to have you reserved for that because that'll be a great conversation because I know you read re- Vigilantes as well. I, I mean, mean we, there's, there's a chance. I'm probably going to before next week or we, the next there's chapter. There's a chance that we learn something and it confirms the reason why we haven't seen somebody. So um, mm-hmm. I, that's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. So Ray, what is your chapter of the week? Is it vigilantes? I, mean, I honestly yes, but this chapter of my hero was this was this was this is the Shoto moment I've been waiting for in the actual manga slash what will literally be the anime outside of movies. I've been waiting on this like for a while. Um, it's just really good to see Shoto like truly take all of his experiences and come to this point where he's like. This is where I move forward, and I'm really, really happy with that. So yeah, my hero. That's 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 the John this week. I got to say something about what you said, Ray, that I meant to point out earlier. If you notice the fight, the the reason why this fight could really be over is because this finale would be a combo of the finisher from movies three and two, specifically when he froze the shit out of Chimera. Oh, shit. 
And then when he blew the back out of whatever that thing, demon mm-hmm. person face, yep. you're right. Yep. World okay. yep. movie. And yep. Hori does make references to the movies because that's what he did with Star and Stripe too. So that makes sense that I like that. That's, that's a good the point. same thing with Rivet Stab and uh, Nine having the blue dragons coming out of his spine. Yes. That's a good point. Man, I need to rewatch those movies. They're good. They are. Yo, Spicy, what's your chapter of the week of your first issue of this? Um, you should jump 24. Definitely my hero. Um, Kai is a close second. Um, because I just love Bihara. That's my son. And when I saw him, I was like, he has the mohawk, and I'm like, that's my kid. That's my that's my son. Um, I'm not surprised. <laughs> but yeah, my hero was like what it needs to be, especially for this character for Shoto. Like, definitely like long overdue. But I was I, it was done so sweetly, which matches Shoto's personality. So it was really, it was really nice to see him kind of like come into himself. Um, although, okay, so I love Ghost Sweeper Girl, and although the last chapter was Ooh, very I need to catch up on that. The last chapter was very predictable, but only because the creator, he's been, they've been sick. So now that we mm. get this conclusion, I think we're going to get back into the hot fire because Chloe has a new ability that's like very Ruby, very Scythe Girl, and I love Scythe Girl, so I'm really excited with that. So, um, that might ch- be changing soon, but definitely my hero this for me, my chapter of the week was definitely Undown Luck. Um, for those, like Anika said, for those that are fans of our boy Victor and hasn't shown up since like chapter 55 to 60 around there, but literally shows up many chapters later. To, and, and the conversation, the dialogue of him asking like, um, for those that have seen Doctor Strange, are you happy? For this question, what is your justice? What is your vision? And are you willing to actually do this justice? And that's a beautiful line for you to ask your own other personality a boy a boy andy to see that and the way the panel the art in this chapter and the way they're like are you willing to put the weight of the world on your shoulder to do this to actually succeed your type of justice your type of vision that's such a powerful thing to ask somebody that's a powerful thing to even push yourself and willingly to do that's such a beautiful thing to do so i love this chapter of the close second is definitely my hero if i read the chapter about Mishizuka family, like Anika, I probably will have that, that in top three, but right now top two is definitely uh, Undone Luck and my hair getting me up for this week issue of 24, so um, that is it. Aniki, give your plugs. Where can good people find you of the Church of MHA, you, my young priest? You can always find me as Aniki Smash FSP whether it's on your TV and no, I'm kidding, I'm not on TV, but Not yet, not uh, yet. Who knows? <laughs> you know, who knows years from now? Who knows? But, but Twitter, YouTube, uh, I keep telling myself to eventually start doing Twitch streams on Magic the Gathering. Ooh, uh, ooh, I like to play MTG a lot. So, like, I, I got plaid hey, last month. That means we, just, like, that, okay, bet we need to play because I love, I love Arena. Arena is one of my favorite things to just do. Like, that's what, yeah, that's what I, I, I see a set person tweets all the time. Like, oh, she plays too. That's dope. Yeah, no, I hit Platinum Arena last month and then I was like, all right, cool. I can hit top 50% of the player base. I'll get back to this. So I need to play ranked again this month so that I can get back up to at least plat and actually see how high I can go. Because here's the thing. In April, I went from bronze four to plat, plat four in one week. Ooh, that sounds good. From what I could assume from that. What What, what is you running? I was running a ninja, uh, ninjutsu deck. Oh, okay. That's fine. That's fine. No, no shade. That's fine. Okay. What are you running, Ray? Uh, I mean, Black Dragon. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I've been playing with the new set a little, the new counter set and stuff. Falco, I want Godzilla. 
But yeah, so Anaki Smash FSP is where you can always find me. All right, Spicy, what can people find you? Yeah, y'all can find me on Twitter, Spice Lady ENT. Uh, find me on Twitch, Spice Lady Gaming. I stream every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. I stream some Tuesday, yeah. And we have Spicy Talk Tuesday. We talk about what's been happening in the week, entertainment. We kind of chill and vibe and we play a random game. Um, and then you can find me on Instagram, Spice Lady Entertainment. And YouTube especially talks. Awesome. And Ray, I believe you tweeted out saying that there might be a stream soon. Is that true? That is true. Um, just turn on notifications on the stream so you know when it goes live. Because I can't be liable to give you a, an actual time when it's going to start. Because I have a newborn. So, uh, yeah. She runs this house now. So, y'all got to wait. All right. That's fair. <laughs> It's true. I'm, I, I totally understand that. I totally understand that. So I'm you can find honest. <laughs> honesty matters. Uh, with that being the case, because I don't watch Hunter x Hunter yet, but you know what? My honesty will be coming true sometime soon because that may be the case. But you can follow a- Anime Lily on Twitch, on um, YouTube, like where you are here. Subscribe. Do the like. Do the comment. Check the links down below. Do the whole shabam. F- follow my personal. Check the team personal. All down below where to find them and appreciate for everyone watching and appreciate it um anime lady is on thursday the podcast also whoa anime podcast is on wednesdays now 9 p.m est and sundays shona ronan will always be starting at 1 p.m est 1 30 p.m est so definitely check and press the notifications for everything to be updated and be notified other than that guys see you on the next one <laughs>